This month on No Quarters, it's beta, beta, beta time as we play betas for Doom, Battleborn, and Mirror's Edge. We kill scores of dudes in Quantum Break and Hitman and bump up the difficulty with Ender the Gungeon and Dark Souls 3. Check it out. No Quarters, episode 80. Hey, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. You're what? goddamn right it Who is. Who are you? He's Same here guy I am. He's oh, BJ, sorry, yeah. regular I'm member of the cast. every month-ish, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, hey. like the rest of us. Regular <laughs> yeah. contributor. Like me, Mackie. BJ. <laughs> oh, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Harlow. Yay! <laughs> yes, that's all of us, now that we've been introduced. Questions need not Mathers be asked. as the horror. <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> So yeah, we, we took a we took a bit of a long break. It's it not that long of a break. We're a, not that late. Short month. It was an extra couple of weeks. Nah, there was it's a not that bad. in there. But we're fine. I will say this: we crammed it in. Whoa! <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we got a lot to talk about, friends. Huh? Do we do we have time for that? Welcome, friends. Let's take yeah. a break first. Uh, to cram, right. cram more take in. A, take, a, take a break. A time break. Yeah. No. A quantum break. Oh. Oh shit. He's yeah. talking about the newest video games. See, I was moving around the break <laughs> to make both a quantum break joke mm-hmm. and a time joke. I get right, it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you get it? I do. Okay. It's good. Now talk about it. Okay. That works on so many levels. Yeah. Some of like us played three. the video game that is out called Quantum Break. <laughs> yes. Some of us did, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've played the first act. You've beaten it. I've finished Quantum Break. I've and also played the first you act. You gave Harlow your Windows 10 code. I right? did. Oh, right. I didn't need it because I'm not that guy. Oh, I think you're not gonna oh. PC elitist asshole. Oh, yeah. I play on That's the me. people's computer. <laughs> With the Rock? What? Yeah. <laughs> the Rock has a computer. I didn't. I'm sure know he this. does. Oh, okay. he's the Rock. Yeah, has a computer. But no, Quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum Break. It's uh, Remedy. Remedy. The guys who made the first two Max Payne. They fix things. As well as Alan, wake me up Alan before Rick. you go go. Yeah. yeah, those guys do interesting work. They do atmospheric work. Okay. That's what I was struck most by playing through the beginning of Quantum Break. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of like I, it was weird. I wasn't like, I was excited about it. And then as the release got closer, I was kind of like, eh. Uh, and then I played like the first part, which is just wandering around this college campus at like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh God, these guys understand atmosphere so well. Because that was all Alan Wake was, was like 90% atmosphere. Yes. But then you get to shooty bits and it becomes more like, uh, you know, like Max Payne. And I don't know. It lost a little something for me, but I only played a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more opinions than I do. Like, yeah. but how, how, did, how far did you get? Holy, uh, holy famous people. Now I played through all of act one as well. That's where okay. I stopped. I kind of hit the end of that. I was like, did you watch, I, I, watch the TV scene? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. You would know if you did. Yeah. Because okay. it would be solid. 22 minutes of, yeah. of watching a cutscene. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I guess I must have like finished it and been like, I'm done. Like, okay. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. There, yeah, this is one of those weird things where the genesis of this must have come about during the whole TV initiative of Microsoft's. Yeah, where they wanted to make TV. Yep. So bad. Yep. They wanted to be involved in TV in any way possible. They sure did. And they made a show called Quantum Break. 
because there's about 80 minutes of live action video in this thing. Uh, well, more than that, really. Yes, because there are variables. Mm-hmm. The story can go in drastically different ways, although yeah. it kind of all ends the same. Yeah, and the story is you are Iceman from the X-Men, X-Men movies. <laughs> yes. Who meets up with Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Correct. What? Who is, uh, has invented a time travel device uh-huh. along with one of the hobbits and the dude from Lost. <laughs> well, they're the same guy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The hobbit dude from Lost. Right. The right. Dude exactly. From Lost, yes. Has accidentally helped Littlefinger make a time machine. Uh-huh. He is everybody. Yes. Which is a badass looking time machine. It's pretty dope as far as constructions of time machines go because yeah. I've never seen this thing before. Mm-hmm. It's basically a circular hallway that you choose which way to walk, and yeah. whichever way you go, you either go forwards or backwards. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. It's, the whole thing is well thought out. Like, some people sat around a table and were really like, okay, how do we make a time machine mm-hmm. and make it dope and make it something that's not ever been seen before? Yeah. So, there's there they put a lot of thought into both this game conceptually and story-wise. Yes. It gets complicated. Uh, I could tell it does. Yeah. It's going to get real complicated. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can even tell just by reading the logs and stuff that, you know, you you poke around because there's a whole bunch of side stuff. And it almost feels mandatory, at least to get a lot of the early stuff. Because, I mean, you're reading emails on computers that are basically like one of them is basically says like at 423 a.m. revoke this guy's access. Yeah. I'm going to fully admit that I collected a whole bunch of stuff and never bothered to read any of it. Oh, really? None of it. There was a lot of good stuff in there. There's some emails. They made about it a- worth collecting. Okay. Well, there's some emails from a guy who's written a screenplay that he's badgering someone else to read. I didn't see any. Of those. those get pretty good because really? he gets kind of insistent about, please read my screenplay. There's just some uh, weird, dumb shit. We've like all that had a there. friend who has a screenplay. It's like, yeah. you got to read it. And yeah. then you don't know what to say after you've read it. And you're like, it's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so the game is you know, it it it's like every game that you would think is a time travel game, which is basically like there's time travel and all of a sudden things go horribly wrong because mm. that's what happens with time travel. Yeah. And then you get a gun. And yeah. then it's time to shoot dudes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people like a a great many people die at your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not monsters. You're it's not Alan Wake. You're not murdering ghouls or whatever the you know yeah. soulless things no they're just security guards oh yeah and you're murdering them <laughs> you are a in, lot in of pretty them. spectacular fashion well yeah. yes because aside from your gun mm. you have because you've been caught up in whatever the time emergency is you've developed time powers yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, you touched the time yes and i don't know and now you can oh we oh we yeah <laughs> yeah now you, now you have jungle fever yes uh or jungle, yeah. jungle so, love, love. yeah you could just do dumb shit like you can run by a guy real fast because mm-hmm. you have time and then mm-hmm. he's like what and then yeah. you shoot him in the back because that's and you also can lead. do like a force push thing where uh-huh. you just have this bubble and anyone near you just gets blasted away yep. mm-hmm. which is they look cool they the, do the powers look really cool the best power is putting someone in a time bubble yeah and then filling that bubble with bullets yeah and then when the bubble bursts <laughs> that person gets a million bullets into <laughs> <Yeah>. them <laughs> that's pretty good yeah well, and also Which to them, they don't even know because they've frozen. Well, in they time. kind of know because they'll be like, "What's happening?" <laughs> That's true. And there then, is sort of a slow progression, and then they die instantly. Yes, they do because a million bullets. Or they face. get, or if you get a headshot on them, in that they get the slow motion. Oh, I've been shot in the brain, <laughs> yes. and then they're. 
flipping, you yeah. know, the, the Max Payne thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they've they've pretty much taken Max Payne and they've said, all right, how can we actually make the slow mo thing plausible and not just like cool thing? Yeah, to look not at. just like hey, this looks sweet. Yeah. I mean, Which, it's literally bullet time in a way that makes sense. Yeah, it's not just bullet time because everything did it after the matrix it's you have time powers and i i haven't gotten far enough but i know there's not a way to just literally freeze the entire level because at first i thought that's what it was going to be was like oh you know if you get powered up enough you can freeze it so then you'll just run around go okay bang and just point everyone at each other and when they start shooting suddenly you have the quicksilver power from x-men yeah Yeah, it's not like that it's 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 more like you can make your bubble yeah you make bubbles (laughs) of weird time stuff happen yeah, you Which, can't you can't control it's fun, but the shooting is so standard and everybody's a freaking bullet sponge mm-hmm. that it gets not fun. Kind of. I mean, the encounters never go for too long, but I do like that, at least in the beginning, it's like through a college campus. Yeah. So you're like in the freaking cafeteria. Yes. With SWAT teams trying to take you out. Yeah, there are, there are interesting locations for the shooting that are happening yeah but, but it's also it's, it's very just shooting it's very nathan drake-ish where it's just like hey i'm just a dude but i know how to kill everyone ever yeah this dude never once seems like he should be killing people like yeah. and he never once reacts like oh god i just murdered a lot of people no <laughs> not once I, uh it kind of, well actually like his brother the hobbit does like, yes. at one point he's like dude you just fucking murdered people and he's like yeah well they're trying to murder us so let's go let's go yeah yeah yeah, there is that. It never comes back again. Mm-hmm. He's just he's he's on board with it. But yeah. So okay, this game is awkward because like it's it's time travely exploration, and then it's a a level of shooting, and then it does a weird thing where it's like now you play as the antagonist to make a decision. Yeah, briefly that, that affects the narrative. This it's happens like a- at the end of every act, and it's fucking weird. Yeah, suddenly you're controlling Littlefinger. Yes, and then and then you're you're faced with a moral dilemma of some kind however you're faced with it from the perspective of the antagonist mm-hmm. which is the opposite of what you've been doing the entire game i liked it i, I like them doing it that way because what it did was it was it basically you know you end the first act you become little finger which is weird in itself <laughs> you like you, you're suddenly powers. yes you're suddenly your little finger but i like that when the decision is presented it kind of it makes sense to have him making the decision for one, yeah. but also it kind of, I don't know how it affects it because I, you know, I only played the one and I didn't replay the game, which I could see it making a replay value. But I like that when you do the choice, the one is like, yeah, it's going to be a little easier for old Iceman if we do it this way. Mm-hmm. Or if we do it the other way, everyone's going to think he's an evil guy and be after him. Right. So the choice becomes, well, do you do, you do kind of the right thing? that makes it way harder to be the good guy, you know, for your good guy to survive, or do you do the shitty thing that makes it easier for the good guy? Yeah. I I like that push and pull that they've kind of added to there. I don't know how much it really affects things. I know it affects that video that you're going to see for half an hour, that basically episode episode of the TV show. Well, I mean, the first main choice is basically either kill or don't kill a character. Yeah. Basically an eyewitness. Yeah. And that character plays into the rest of the game if you leave that character alive. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a difference, I would say. Yeah. But I, it just from like a narrative standpoint, you're going through the entire game as this one dude. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're faced with 
now I'm the bad guy and now I've got this choice to make. And it just doesn't make sense from you as a player to suddenly decide the direction of the game from the bad guy's point of view, because do you suddenly like start role playing the bad guy and be like, like, Oh, I'm going to do the most evil thing because that's going to be dope. Or are you like, well, what's going to make it easier on my guy? You know, how am I going to breeze through the game? Like what decision do I make? Because I deep down, I know I'm the good guy. I'm just for some reason controlling Littlefinger now for some reason. It's just awkward. It's it to me. It made more sense though. Okay. I, I, I liked it, but I don't know how, crazy it goes by the end of the game and how much variation it creates there's or if it's like a telltale thing where it all kind of funnels back to where it needs to be it's it's a diamond it's it's that you know it branches out in the middle to where it could be wildly different but it all has to funnel back Mm -hmm. to the same point yeah but i know that video part has to be wildly different yeah especially after the first one yeah although i think they were smart about it and that they knew they could film scenes in the same location just Mm -hmm. with a different actor like yeah. a different character, like, oh, this person will be in this place yeah, and instead so, of this one. There's also such the dumbest thing in there is there's like, uh, I don't know if they call them quantum breaks, but they call them like quantum ripples, I think. Yeah, there's where it's like, a time ripple or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, like you talk to the Hobbit at one point and you look at, um, you know, there's like an equation on a board mm-hmm. and he goes, oh man, they, they're doing this wrong and he solves it. Yeah. And like, it's like, it's, oh, you've unlocked a quantum ripple. I was like, oh, really? Shit. That quantum rip- ripple is literally two guys sitting at a table that somebody walks by and they go, hey, someone solved that equation. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That is it. <laughs> yep. No other effect anywhere other than two guys sitting at a table that are not named characters that never show up again, as far as I know, that just sitting at a table going, oh, weird. Somebody solved the equation. Yeah. I, I wish they hadn't have spelled those out. Like, yeah. I wish they had just been things that you never knew how they affected the world. Yeah, because then at least we can make a video of 10 things you missed in Quantum Break. <laughs> right. But, like, if they weren't pointing it out, like, here's a thing that's going to change the narrative, then you just, as you're watching the video unfold, you're like, wow, this is really, they've done smart things. This is tailored to how I'm playing the game. But when you see the fucking icon pop up, you're like, okay, I've got to watch the video for an extra five second clip of something because I touched that rock, mm-hmm. you know. Someone's going to be mad and they're all kind of dumb. I mean, there's one where like you, you choose to play like music over a speaker and then characters catch up to that moment and are like, who's playing music? And that's it. It's like, okay, that really, you just irritated that guy. He was pretty irritated to begin with. I didn't need to (laughs) really irritate him, but so it feels weird. It feels like the live action stuff, like the game stuff had to be, hammered in to work with the live action stuff with i don't know how long ago they shot it but it had to have been a while it was a while ago i remember them talking about it a long time ago and it feels like they just had to hammer this shit into it somehow i i you know i don't know i don't know how this game what the genesis was what it was originally intended to be i could totally see this as a thing where microsoft was like we're gonna make this show and then released with each show is an episode of gameplay and mm-hmm. that was how they were going to do their whole like integrated everything all the time is like you watch an episode of television and then you play an hour of game and then next week another episode comes out and then you play more game mm-hmm. and that I could see that happening. But then once the TV thing went away, they yeah. were like, well, just stitch it all together. Well, I love that somebody had this thought like they did that. But I mean, if that was the idea with this and what was the um, what the hell is it? The sci fi show still lives on, but the game is kind of dead. Oh, that that. Uh, um mmo thing yeah oh, i wish i could no, remember resistance the name or not resistance oh god yeah defiance that. defiance, defiance yeah. right yeah yeah i mean like like they were like 
the the dev cycle for the two things are so wildly different yeah. that you can't possibly have them like okay play the thing you just saw come out next week it's like hell no yeah like, yeah not but, with and, any and as far as the tv show footage goes mm-hmm. it looks like a sci-fi show mm-hmm. you, you know like a like a show you'd probably see on sci-fi network it maybe a slightly bigger budget it looks like a usa network kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. it, but I mean, it has people like you're like, oh, there's there's Lance Reddick, you know, yeah. he's in there, yeah. yeah, and you know, there's guys who are like, oh, that guy, yeah. But it's weird because the show doesn't focus on your main character, not entirely. Yeah, I mean, the show is kind of like, all right, here's this head of security guy who's got a moral dilemma, and we're gonna follow him, and then this hacker guy who, it's his job to do whatever with the company that you're trying to shut down. That stuff is kind of off-putting and confusing. While you're watching it, you're like, why are these characters getting this screen time? Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with the rest of the game. Once you get to around act four, I think they tie it all together pretty well. It's some, yeah. It turns out to be some pretty good character motivation and stuff like that to yeah. where it kind of affects the game. And you're like, oh, OK, well, basically what you've done is created an entire backstory on video that I had to watch like a TV show mm-hmm. so that this moment seems really cool. Okay, I'm that's I'm yeah, worth because it. like Iceman does not show up the entire first video. That's true. He doesn't, but he does in others. So. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I, I little finger shows up for like a minute or so. Yeah, but it's it's just it's a weird little beast. Like, like I have never played a game like that, like as far as structurally everything mm-hmm. they're trying to do with it, which makes it so disappointing that playing the game itself is kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. It just it feels like it should be way cooler than it is. Yeah, and I I really liked uh, Alan Wake. Oh yeah, I Alan didn't, Wake's fantastic. I didn't love it though. I thought it had some problems. Mm-hmm. I think Alan Wake is better than this because it, it the atmosphere makes more sense in Alan Wake. This game seems kind of schizophrenic in that it's not really sure what it ultimately you are supposed to what your role is in this story, mm-hmm. and that's a little. Yeah, and disappointing. There's weird Alan Wake tidbits. Oh man, throughout. Like, like yes, there are. I will. I, I do you collect any thermoses? No, no. But there is a straight up Alan Wake teaser video, like within five minutes of starting the game, and it's a good two three minute long thing. I mean, it's not some. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. it's an Alan Wake teaser, and then there's like out like in in the dude's house, his wife has a copy of Alan Wake's book sitting on the. It's weird. Littlefinger's wearing a t-shirt that is the cover band for the old gods of Asgard from Alan Wake. I mean, it is, it's in that universe, okay. yeah, but also but it's not. it's also just like, <laughs> it's, it's too much too quickly, as far as I, it took me right out of it, like to have that Alan Wake video right there, but it also kind of feels like they were like, we got to get this out of the way now, so let's just do it, Yeah, before you're invested in the game. Yeah, it's almost like a commercial break. Yeah, but it's it's at least it's not like that Verizon commercial or whatever that's in the middle of. Hey, you got an Alan achievement Wake. for watching that. Yeah, that that remains one of the dumbest things ever. But it's still in there. I'm sure it is. It, what is this? There's a Verizon commercial in Alan Wake on one of the TVs. What? Okay. Yeah. It's mixed in with a couple of dumb fake commercials, but there's a real Verizon commercial in there. Yeah, it's really like it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think once you get to act four in this game, all the stuff comes together. Mm-hmm. I I, th- I think it, it kind of makes a lot. Once you, when you get there, you're like, oh man, I wish there was more of this. And then sadly you realize there's only one more chapter after that. Mm-hmm. But I I think getting to that point, you're like, oh, okay, this, uh, this is the reason you made this game. Okay, cool. I get it. Let's, mm-hmm. 
let's go with okay. it and then it's like oh it's over well shit <laughs> so so do you want to know anything about the windows store experience <laughs> <laughs> you had some issues uh, with that. holy shit man yeah you couldn't just redeem that code online like, like uh, at least i got one through the xbox and uh-huh. they're like well you can't just redeem this yeah. on the xbox site you right. have to go to the windows store and actually on plug win- it in. in windows 10 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so I don't know. I don't. It's it, it sucks. I I, I don't. <laughs> I have no, I don't know how many other way to describe it. I mean, I've never actually tried to buy anything out of there before, but it, yeah. it is a terrible experience. Like, I understand maybe the game might require something to play, mm-hmm. but like, I couldn't even begin to download the game without installing the latest service patch or whatever they're calling now. Service pack. It's it's like the Windows Ten service build. pack. They're calling them builds now. Oh, okay. Mm. So like, I had to install that, or I had to have that installed, which took about an hour and a half before I could even begin to download the game. Mm-hmm. So the game, the night it came out, I think it was finally done about 1 a.m. And I was like, well, I won't be playing any Quantum Break tonight. <laughs> Taking a break from Quantum Breaking. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just, it's a it terrible. It took up all your time so that you couldn't break. It's a terrible experience because like you, then you can't even like put the icon on your desktop easily because it doesn't put it anywhere except for like in your applications folder, which is like, knows where throwing, that is. like throwing money away, you know, like <laughs> on Windows. It's like it's, it's buried yeah. in this whole, whole other separate interface inside the store. I, I don't know. It was just like yeah. everything about it was just terrible. That's that's all. But I'm not knocking Chuck's uh, gift of the, 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 the free, free game. game, free game, yeah, free game. Did you get to play it at all? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I was Did- a, if I was more of a PC elitist, I'd be more upset about this. But the game locks itself in at like 1600 by 900. Like yeah. that is the and max at 30 resolution. Frames a second. Yeah, that is the max resolution. Period. No matter how good your PC is. Yeah. It it basically. Oh yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, you yeah. can't Last scale anything. Or something. Yeah. It, it's basically like popping an Xbox disc right. in and being able to play that game. Yep. Like they they've locked it to that, mm-hmm. which I believe they did with Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. Probably. Okay. Which yeah. was dumb because the Steam version let you do like, all right, you want you want occlusion lighting or whatever you know, <laughs> anisotropic filtering, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Put that hair yes. shit on. Yeah, make her Turn hair on your effects. Yeah. Tress effects. Make her hair level of tress effect. Yeah. yeah, they let you customize everything on the Steam version, Ball and then the effects. Windows version was like, "Do you want to play the game or not play the game?" And Those you're like, "Okay, well, <laughs> I guess I'll play the game." Yeah, I suppose I'll play. Yeah. But anyway, and I think time. I was speculating that that was maybe a holdover from their whole like complete vertical experience from phone to computer whatever it's Perhaps, all it's all a terrible whatever experience. it is it's not good it's, it's dumb yeah they're trying it, it, they're it's, it's vertical but it's facing the wrong way <laughs> right they're it's trying like to do something i think they're trying to just make it seamless between xbox and and windows 10 but yeah, yeah it's got to be a case of let's make the port as easy to do right. as possible yeah. which is it's basically like here's the source code just yeah. drop it in here and yep. you're done but and anyway. i think they also don't want to point out how much better a game could look on Windows 10 over an Xbox. Probably that too. So, but anyway, they I thought that looks bad. I think the game looks great. Oh, it looks fine. Did I'm they, just... did in your installation, did they give you the option to download all the video mm, or no. did they just set it to stream? Prob- I don't know. It probably just, I don't know. The whole thing was like you... 27 gigs. Okay. okay then well, yeah, you, you did not install the, like, you the, didn't get the 80 gigs of yeah, 80 video. gigs of video. Oh, okay. Then no. Yeah, you can download the. Backup. I was gonna say install uh, options to install. There were none. It's like click. It, it's like installing. It, that's like saying, do I have options when I install an app on my phone? Because that's how about yeah. how it treats it. Okay. It was All like right. click. Okay, I'm downloading now. Oh wait, Just I can't curious. download because yeah. you don't have the latest service pack. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a game that came completely out of the blue for me, but Hitman. 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 It snuck up on you. Kind of. Yeah. It. it Yes. I don't know any other did way it, to put it. 
hit you over the head and then steal your clothes and then go to your job and, and then pretend then it was you murder your boss and steal his clothes and then are you actually you right now should we be yeah. worried yeah let me see let me the see back of your head yeah <laughs> Do I have a barcode on yeah. Oh, uh, my God. He's got a QR code. It's, I'm just, he's the worst oh, hit man. Right. He's a shit man. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. This Uh-oh. game is fucking awesome. Uh, well. Oh, well. Hitman hit is fucking awesome. Okay. Like, I did not expect it to be as good as it was, to me at least, mm-hmm. where I am, you know, being the person who likes achievements and all that, I like going back and doing things different ways. And they made this one episodic. So you could buy the base one for like 15 bucks, which has the tutorial missions, which is two of them. And then Paris, which is kind of like the first official mission. Mm -hmm. And they just released uh, one in Italy. I I forget the name of it, but they just released that this week. So I haven't had time to play that one, but it's episodic. It's released in cycles. You could buy the entire thing for 60 bucks and just be done with it, which is what I did. And Holy crap. Like episodic is the perfect way to do it because it encourages you to replay those levels again to find all the weird variations that they have. Because mm-hmm. the, the first two are training missions. The first one is on like you're supposed to infiltrate a yacht and take out some shady art dealer guy. And, you know, it it, it being Hitman, it's kind of like, OK, well, you can sneak in as guard, but then some of the guards will recognize that you're not one of them. So you end up changing into, you know, like a the uh like ship's crew the, yeah the, the ship crew service people you know and you can you know you can you can end up poisoning the guy's wine once you see that he's okay he's gonna drink it here but it's that whole domino effect that it sets up mm-hmm. where it's like all right if you poison the guy's wine he's not gonna go to his meeting because he's gonna get sick and then you miss something there whereas if you let him go to the meeting you know he can meet the guy and then once he dismisses the guy you can fucking sneak into the room and murder him there. You know, there's like, you can end up killing that guy that he was supposed to meet and pretending that you're that guy and then infiltrating it. It's just, there's a dozen different things you can do. And that's just in the first mission, which is like nothing compared to the missions afterward, Mm -hmm. which the Paris one has that gif. I think that we all, just loved where he's hiding. I think it's a pile of mannequins that you it hide looks in. Like it, yeah. And you just spring out of the pile of mannequins <laughs> and fucking murder the guy. That just one gift that you, on the head. you put in the in our Slack chat. The guy just springs up and bonks <laughs> him on the head with a hammer. Yep. And it's that's probably my That's like like one of my favorite gifts just because of the the almost glee with which he just springs yeah. up oh, out yeah. of this pile of mannequins. There's so and much I thought it was a pile of bodies, um, to be fair. So Yeah. The, it was the, a little bit more grotesque, but he just, yeah. bonk. <laughs> There's so much dumb ludicrousness in the game love that, that so I, I love that because like the second mission is some, uh, some guy who's betrayed the FBI and he's in Cuba and he's awaiting a trip back to the USSR. Like, you know, he was a, he was a spy. He's a chess master. Mm-hmm. So there's all these different things you can do. One of them, one of which is you can get him into the jet that he is supposed to take out of the, you know, he's supposed to take to Russia or whatever. And you can fake the security, like the the dry run test, and get him to pull the ejector seat <laughs> and basically murder himself. <laughs> and, like it's, there are so many variations of dumb shit you can do that's not just like, all right, wait until he goes in the bathroom and drown him in the toilet. Sure. Which you could still do. Okay. If that's what you really want to do. But 
get, but you know, obviously it rewards you for going through all, the whole sequence of things where you get dressed up as a mechanic and you disable safety measures on the jet mm-hmm. and then you get changed into something else like the, uh, you know, an officer's uniform and go up to the room and, you know, mess with it, you know, get him to come down to do the security check then and just, it rewards messing around and doing dumb shit. And it's somehow always hilarious in the way, like it's, it basically ends up playing like final destination where you are death. So you are setting up these Rube Goldberg like devices where it's like, you're going to die somehow. Yeah. You are going to die. Like one of them is like another variation of that is messing with the overhead projector that the general is going to show him like the path they're going to take and you can cut the power and they go, oh, man, there's something wrong with the projector. And then when he goes to fix it, you turn the power back on and he fucking fries himself on the projector. <laughs> and the general's like, oh, my God, what happened? <laughs> like, huh. it's so good in that way that you can just. And and it keeps spiraling out. And I think episodically it works because I wouldn't be trying all that shit if I knew that, oh, God, there's like 10 more levels to play. Right. I would be like, all right, I killed that dude. What's the next mission? You know, now because it's episodic goes, all right, I killed that dude, man, how else can I kill that dude? And that becomes so much of the fun, even though, yes, it can be frustrating as shit when you get to a certain point and then you fuck up and get spotted by somebody or, you know, he just, he took a weird turn that you didn't expect him to take and went into the wrong room. And then you got stuck waiting in a bathroom for him to, you know, for his guard to leave, you know, all that sort of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. But goddamn, is that game fun? Sounds fun. Yeah, I, I, I tried. I tried it as <laughs> well. I, I I bought the first the starter pack one mm-hmm. everything because I, I was not sure about this because no. I've never really cared. I've I've honestly like never liked the Hitman games like ever yeah. like even the old 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 ones. But um, I keep like it, they always make me interested in them because of this. Like someone mm-hmm. always says, look at all the different crazy kills you could do. Like I'm pretty sure you could do that some similar kind of things in the last one mm-hmm. of just setting up really weird circumstances where like you'd hide somebody like, like let's say in a portable bathroom, just so that someone would come along and open it and find a dead body and freak yeah. out and then, you know, distract them to come over there. Mm-hmm. So you like do crazy things like that. So I, I want to, I want to like this game. I just, I can't get over like the control scheme. It's just, it, I don't know. It's, it feels sluggish. Yeah. Well, like everything about it just feels like, it feels like such a B tier game with a triple A game aspirations is mm-hmm. and it's like yeah I I so like want to forgive it like I want to just go like ah it's playable it's check fine it's great but you know like I just can't something about the control screen I feel like I'm always fighting that that more than like trying to be clever with it that I couldn't I just couldn't surrender sometimes in the game I can and just I live with it and get through it and this game was just I I, I couldn't make myself yeah I mean something it. like Metal Gear Solid plays a lot better than sure. this does. Yeah. And I think it you can't help but compare the two when right. you're trying to well, do yeah, it. Well, yeah, especially like what you were saying is I was th- when you were talking about the fact that it's coming out episodically made me think about why people latched onto Ground Zero so heavily is because it was basically just this little demo level but with mm-hmm. endless possibilities of dumb shit you could do yep. that people were just like, well, I'm in this little area. Let's see what else I can do if I go over here and fuck around with some things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- the people would just find new things. They're like, oh, wow, they actually respond to this and you know that kind of thing, and I and I get that. I get that like, exploration element of it. It's just I don't know. I I'm, I haven't given up on it. I may go back to it, but I just mm-hmm. I, I I was I did the first mission like pretty standard by the book. Like okay, sneak here, wait for the meeting to happen, then go strangle him. You know, like okay. Yeah. Then I was like, all right, let's try some creative things, and I managed a couple. Like 
But man, I, I like started trying to do the like you said, take down the guy and impersonate him to go meet with the dude, mm-hmm. and I could like never get that fucker alone, like ever. And like one time, I thought I did. I, I, he was like out on the deck. I thought we were all alone. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna push him off the side and just <laughs> yeah. like you know murder him that way." And somebody <laughs> spotted me, and next thing you know, it was like I played like ten minutes of running around the boat hiding while they're trying to search for me and. Yeah, I know there's a way to do it early on where you can you can throw coins to distract right. people and you have to basically get him back there. But I did it by poisoning his drink that he gets at the bar mm-hmm. and then but he goes in the bathroom, but there's already a dude in there. Mm. So you end up having to murder both of them. And the other guy's <laughs> like, hey, I'm in here. And you're like, not anymore, fucker. <laughs> but you okay. have nowhere to put the bodies. Yeah. So you basically just have to like kind of casually walk out and shut the door behind you. There's like there's a weird jankiness to it as well. And you have orphan vision in mm-hmm. that, you know, but they call it like instincts or sure. something like that, where you, you can see, Oh, the, the but guys in again, red are he's, in red. He's, he's straight up an orphan. They say it in the yeah. narrative. They're like, well, we find these guys and they just have a profile. They, they just don't care. Yep. They have no emotions. Yep. So he has orphan vision, yep. but I realized also that this game is like, you know, when I talked about the original assassins creed, how it was like, all right, well you observe your target and you see like the patterns and you'll overhear guys saying when the shift changes, you know, like all the investment, investigation that you do so that you can do the perfect kill Mm -hmm. like hitman is that it's like you'll hear guys talking about stuff you know just having dumb conversations but also like giving you information that you can use later Mm -hmm. and you know basically setting up these these re these reasons for the people to end up where they are and i just i i had a lot of fun with it and i'm looking forward to playing the new level very soon cool I'm intrigued by it, but like Harlow, I just I've never been able to get into any Hitman game ever. So yeah, I will say you can save anywhere. Yeah, that's a big help. Oh, that well, that's good. That's huge. Yeah, it's a very big, but it also auto saves. You know, it's not it's not that big a dick, but <laughs> but it's basically it is it is very much like if you fuck up, like you can't fight your way out of it. Like you may as well just load a save because you you're done. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. However, that another sounds game, hard. Yeah, another game where if you fuck up, you're done. Good segue, Chuck. Uh, Way to go. Yep. It was the Dark Souls of segues. There you go. Uh, so Your yeah. segue is dead. <laughs> yep. Dark Souls 3. That's me. BJ's getting up to leave. He just even doesn't even want to hear yeah. about it. But uh, yeah, Dark Souls 3. I've been playing it. The okay. only reason I haven't been playing more Hitman. Uh, People like the Dark Souls. It is very much like Dark Souls 1. Um, in a good way, mm-hmm. it, like in the way that I liked Dark Souls one and uh, didn't necessarily like Dark Souls two, but it's weird in that they it feels very much you know people have said it's like a greatest hits type thing and it is kind of like it's got like kind of the main level structure like the main hub structure of Demon Souls where it was like you went to this one place and then you warped out mm-hmm. to all the others but whenever you needed to level up or do anything you know buy anything or do anything you went back to this one hub, which is kind of, they've gone back to that. Um, but they have a lot of the, like it feel, it plays very much like dark souls one did where the backstabs aren't fucked up like they were in two. And a lot of the mechanics, it, it, if you were good at, if you played dark souls one, it's like, all right, yes, this is the same damn game. Mm-hmm. But they also kept some of the things like when you go back to a bonfire, your weapons get repaired. So you don't have to keep going to the blacksmith to repair them. So they've kind of like streamlined a lot of the stuff that was just like, uh, and they give you the travel right off the bat with the bonfires, which was kind of a complaint in two in that you could just warp wherever you like, 
as soon as you found a bonfire, you could warp back and forth, which mm-hmm. I kind of saw as a complaint, but right. they've, it felt like it worked better. Like the levels are better designed in this one because once you get there, it's, that's when it has that structure that I loved from dark souls one where it's okay. I've gone to here and I've done this and I've ended up like far enough away that it's like, and I haven't seen a bonfire in a while. It's like, there's gotta be one close by. Mm-hmm. And that becomes like the best part of dark souls is that man, I've used all but one of my health potions, you know, my Estus flask. I've got one left and I know there's a bonfire close, but I know there's also probably a couple dickhead enemies further ahead and I've killed a bunch of dudes. So I don't want to go back because if I go back and try to say, you know, try to spend my souls at the bonfire, then all those guys are going to be back and I'm going to have to deal with them again. So it becomes very much this push pull of like, yeah, I made it this far. I got to be able to make it this far. And then, you find this one door and you open it and you know, the door you unlock the door and open it and you're like, Oh shit. And I'm, you know, you're back at right by where you were mm-hmm. right next to a bonfire. So that suddenly I don't have to do that whole big loop anymore. Mm-hmm. I can just take the bonfire, go through this door and I'm there. It's kind of that whole unlocking the shortcuts thing, which is it's, it's a hard to describe feeling, but it's like an incredibly satisfying feeling to be like, Yes, it paid off for me to keep pushing this direction, you know, and risk everything that I had in order to get here. And also unlock a way shorter path to the boss, because I think that's the biggest thing they've done is they've made it very easy to get to the bosses. If you've unlocked that shortcut, like there's you when you're playing through the level, you're like, God, this level's taking fucking forever to get to the boss. But you've opened this one door right near where the boss is. And now you're like 30 seconds from a bonfire. So when you die, it's not the whole, Oh God, I have to go through this entire fucking level to get back to this guy again. Is that something people wanted? I don't know. I think it, here's, here's what the problem I'm having now is I don't know if it's more accessible or not. For me, it's less of a pain, but it's also, I don't know if I'm just better at the game now because the bosses I've like the first, the, the game starts you off like within five minutes, five to 10 minutes, you're at like a fuck you boss fight. Like you, you, you know, you've got all your starting gear and here's a boss, kill him. Good luck. And that was the one I got stuck the most on. You know, I took, took me out 45 minutes to beat him. Cause you just have like a wooden stick and yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. And if you pick the wrong <laughs> class to start, you're really fucked. But you know, um, what if he's got a pointy stick? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah, but the, the next three, uh, the most it took me was three tries mm-hmm. on any of them. You know, one of them, I almost beat him the first try. I got down to like basically one hit and then he did some move that killed me in one hit. He dark souls you. <laughs> yeah. He kind of dark souls me. But then, you know, the next time I was like, all right, this is all I need to do. And I was able to beat him like the second time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm not doing what I did with dark souls one, where it was like watching video walkthroughs and that sort of stuff. I've just been trying to trying to preserve that whole, Oh God, I don't know what's coming thing. Right. But that game, it's it's one you almost have to accept that you're probably going to play through again if you really care. Because if you don't, like, it's there's there's weird stuff. Like, if you talk to this one person at this time, that means you'll never meet this person later. Or this other person that you needed for something dies because of what you told this other guy. Like, there's this weird stuff that happens and you just never know what's going to cause what. Mm-hmm. And so that part can get a little frustrating because I straight up killed an NPC that was supposed to 
do something for me later. And I didn't know it because they kind of look like an enemy when you come upon them and it didn't give me the option. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like I realized it later as I, as I, I was like, that probably meant something, didn't it? I was like, yep. Yeah, that did mean something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it's just it's such a, you know, people are either in or they're out on that series now. But this one is definitely it's got a lot of bits from all the other ones. Like it's even got some of the Bloodborne in that some of the enemies are very, you can tell like the team that worked on Bloodborne, worked on these enemies and these designs was like, all right, here you go. Yeah. Here, use this in here. This'll, this'll be something that can be adapted for dark souls. Kind of. That makes sense. But yeah, but it's got a bunch of chunks from all the other games in it. Cause like I, it's, I mean, is there a narrative in these things? Yes. Like if, like if you jumped into dark souls three, you would be, kind of lost compared to the stuff that, like they, no, they're telling you stuff in dark souls one and two you wouldn't notice that like oh the blacksmith's the same guy from dark souls oh, okay you know like it, there's some of that stuff but there's not this overarching story or anything is there, there? kind of is okay. but it's like they're not really tied i mean like it's probably kind of like elder scrolls where they're tied in a world but you're not the same person yeah uh, like the first one is you know the, the first one kind of establishes okay there's there's these lords that control the land and to me, it's interesting in that the mythology is like, no, there's no Judeo-Christian stuff in it whatsoever. It is basically like these these gods created this world and it's it's the light. If it's light, that means that basically humanity doesn't exist mm-hmm. or is not in control. But basically, if if humanity takes over, then the darkness takes over, which is a weird all right thing basically <laughs> but it's just interesting that like the good ending uh for the first one is pretty much the bad ending for everything else okay. and vice versa all right you know it's like if you if you want to save the world you basically you have to lose <laughs> so to speak and then the second one takes place thousands of years later and i don't know when this one's supposed to take place but there's a very much a purgatory time warping thing because like the blacksmith i mentioned in the in the first one he says, hey, I need this thing. And when you go get it, you find his petrified corpse next to it. So it's kind of like one of those weird, like it stuff oh, exists out of time right. type things. Gotcha. And this one kind of le- lends itself to that. And this one is very much like, okay, these gods show up and they basically purge the earth. And so you're looking for the ashes of these gods that had purged the earth at some point. But it's... It has that weird feeling of like, almost like being like an archaeologist, kind of like an archaeologist is going to find a piece of a dinosaur, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have the whole dinosaur. So you don't know what the whole dinosaur looked like, but you know, kind of what the shape of it was. That kind of feels like what the story's like is it's like you're trying to piece together bits of it, but you don't have the whole story and you probably never will. But I just, I, I the story is not why I play these. It's more the exploration and the, and the combat right and the kind of like that the reward and the feeling of playing it and the whole the whole heart thumping because you've only got one slice of health left but so does he and you know you can finally murder you know when you win you're just you know you feel like i'm the best at games <laughs> games are great <laughs> this is why i play this right you know and it's it's still rewarding in that way hmm. but it's also so obtuse that it feels like you have to go on a wiki or else you're like going to be running around with a weapon, you know, with a fucking wood stick going, 
why does it take 10 hits to kill everything and I'm out of stamina and I have to wait before I can swing again? You know, yeah, it's like you have to look up. Okay, well, if you found this sword here and then upgraded it to raw instead of magical, then you suddenly you can just murder everything early on in the game. Wait, raw is an upgrade over magical? Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they, they've they've kind of doubled down. Like it used to be, like you could you could put magic on something, fire on something, cold on something, and kind of like that was it. Uh-huh. And now it's like raw is like no, raw basically means it. Your weapon has more power, but it never. But if you get more dexterity or more strength, it doesn't scale to give you more power. Like, you know, like more hit points, kind of. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, different paths on that will give you different bonuses like if you know you, if you're super super dexterous your arrows are going to do more whereas if they were raw arrows they would always be this level but it's a little bit higher you know so okay it's and, and all the upgrade materials are limited it's not like oh well you just buy enough souls and you can you know you can pump it into this it doesn't work that way it's oh. like there are only so many of these upgrade materials so you kind of can't waste them too much mm-hmm. so there, there's there's always going to be that obtuseness but it's it's just it's weird to me that the two games i've liked the most you know the witness and this are games about teaching you to play the game because that's very much what all the dark souls games are is it's like teaching you the level and teaching you how to play it right you know and and being kind of a dick about it you know like being being that rough teacher that's it's not gonna hold your hand and coddle you about it it's the kind that's just like no figure it out you know, <laughs> figure it out by failing. And and maybe that's how I like to learn. I don't know, but it definitely, it feels like that's what these, these games are is, is the whole learn it, figure it out, man. And it, it doesn't, it feel better that you learned it yourself rather than me telling you how to do it. Yeah, man. Because I'm, well, I mean, but that was the satisfaction of the witness as well was like, Oh sure. What was that feeling of? Yeah, I did. I figured this out. I didn't, you know, nobody gave me the baby mode to do it. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, why the argument, of, well, should Dark Souls have an easy mode? And it's kind of like, to me, no, because there's no point in it. Like you don't, the, if you're looking for the story, the story's kind of cool, but the story's not the point of being there. Right. The point of being there is to be, is to be able to go through a level and just slave through it and be like, oh God, I finally beat that level. And then go back later and just, annihilate everything mm-hmm. because you know exactly what you're doing and you know exactly where those guys are going to pop out and what's going to happen. Right. So easy mode is the second playthrough basically. Uh, kind of. Cause you know, easy what to mode do. is more, is more summoning co-op people. Okay. Okay. Because that's what I've like when I wanted levels, I just started dropping my sign mm-hmm. on, um, near one of the boss rooms. And now because everyone's playing, it takes like two minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you've been summoned. And then, you know, you don't, the nice thing about joining other people's games is you're not, you don't lose anything. Like if, if the boss kills you, oh, well, you know, you're just back where you were and you still have your health and you still have your souls and you're still embered or whatever. Like the, the way they deal with being human and being able to co-op is different in every game. And this one is you have to burn an ember in order to enter that mode. And then it gives you like one and a half times health, I think. Oh, so your health bar is longer and you can summon people, but you can also be invaded, which has not happened to me yet. Just wait. Yeah, I know. And then <laughs> some dickheads will come in. Yeah. But as they do. But yeah, I mean, the the 
I still think I, I enjoyed Dark Souls 1's structure better, where it was like kind of like a 3D maze almost, where you could go through all this level stuff and then end up at a place that was right near the entrance that you never knew was there. Mm-hmm. And be like, man, that's awesome. And it made it feel like an interconnected world. Whereas this one, you know, Dark Souls 2 was like this octopus, where it was like, all right, you start out in the head, and then each arm you get to the end, and then you just warp back. Right. You know, and this one feels kind of like a tree almost, where it's like, I'm going out on this branch. And there's all this interconnected stuff on the branch, but eventually I have to go back to the trunk type thing is kind of how this game feels to me, which I'm liking so far. Dark Souls 3, junk in the trunk. Sure. (laughs) Yes. All right. Yeah. (laughs) But also speaking of junk, they were having weird network issues last weekend. Like bad. Like after five minutes, it would be like, "Uh, network connection lost, dropping you back to the main menu over and over I remember complaining about that last time we got Yeah, gathered. you basically had to go into offline mode, but then you don't get the messages from people and you can't summon anyone and, you know, mm. all that shit. But it's yeah. nice, nice that there's an offline mode in the single player game. Yeah. That, if, if you know where to look in the menus to find it, but yeah. That's so dumb that it, like, will just boot you back to the main menu. Yeah, to me, that's losing connection really... when you're in a single player environment. Yeah, you know what? Just say switching to offline mode. How hard is that? Well, it's pretty difficult for Just Cause 3. Yeah. Um, it yeah. has to stop your entire fucking world every nine seconds to tell you that. But I've already ranted about that before. Yeah, but uh, but that shit, come on, man. Like, come, it, on, man. come on, man. But, but, really, come on, I mean, man. Like, if you're in a, in a predominantly single-player game, just drop me to offline mode. Yep. It's fine. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. Mm. And that'll lead to something I'll talk about later. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it wow. maybe it forced A me to play. Segue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, it forced me to play another game because I was like, I'm probably just going to keep playing Dark Souls mm. until I fucking beat it. Can't believe you dangled your seg right in front of me like that. How yeah. am I supposed yeah. to make one? Ignore that dangling seg, bro. No, you just need to <laughs> go to another game that's hard as shit. Oh, okay, I will. Yeah, and also kind of a greatest hits of other games. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I want to talk about Ender the Gungeon. Why don't you do that? Um, huh. So. Let's say that Binding of Isaac, Spelunky, and Broforce had a baby. Mm-hmm. That would be Enter the Gungeon. Would that be a game that you like? Um, I think so. I, I played. <laughs> I played a number of hours uh, on it, and it is punishingly hard. Uh, probably in. Well, it's funny because like some people would claim that Spelunky is the punishingly hard one. Other people would say Binding of Isaac is. I say mm-hmm. Binding of Isaac is. I, I I kind of I wouldn't say I've mastered Spelunky, but I've been doing pretty well in Spelunkying. You know how it works. I know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason I, I I pick those three things to combine is because, and maybe this is not necessarily just a Spelunky specific thing, but uh, much like you were speaking to Dark Dark Souls Three, one of the objectives you can get eventually is making shortcuts, mm-hmm. um, and that is a big part of where I spent my time in level one. You you eventually like couple times through you meet this guy and he's like all right come back and see me we'll figure out some you know some i, I know i'm gonna need some things you know, bring me some things during your playthroughs <laughs> and so each playthrough will be like okay well i need five of these things that temporarily stop time or bullets or whatever and you know you're only normally given two to start with with most characters so you're gonna go around and farm those and not use them and take them to the end, to him at the end of the level essentially right. Um, the next time would be like, okay, I need some money. So you basically go through a, a poor run where you don't spend any money, you know, just saving it up. So you run through it a couple of times and eventually you finally get to the last thing. He's like, all right, 
Now there's a shortcut, so you can start mm-hmm. at level two. Oh, you know, and just bypass that level of the dungeon, and you know, start from level two, which is a big, big bump. I, I don't know how many levels there are. This is kind of one of those things like Dark Souls. I'm not looking this up, um, mostly because I'm I'm kind of prepared for this game to crush my soul uh, by saying that there's like <laughs> yeah. 23 levels or something like that. Sure, and I'm, and it's I'm going to darken your soul. And, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm struggling to get to like level three. You know, mostly most of the mm-hmm. time. Right. So we'll we'll see. I mean, like I said, I, I just don't want to look that up because. It could either be good or bad. I'm hoping it's going to be like a Splunky style, like, okay, there's like five levels and then maybe a, a final level or something like that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, get here and then, you know, you can face the big bad. Because the, the, the storyline of this, I will I will call it, I'll be generous and say it's like 16-bit graphic game style game. You know, it's... Oh, it's improvements. It's, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's still better than that because like the music and everything is better than that. 32X? It's not something like Shovel Knight where it's like, no, I want to look like I came straight off a fucking fucking cartridge in right. in every way if thing I do this like still does some things that are modern you know to, mm-hmm. you know game things hmm. um so i mean it, it it's fun i it's it is punishing hard the uh the guns are not as varied as i was hoping like um when i compared it to bro force i mean i would say that only in so much that like you pick up a gun and, it, and you're like okay well this is new what does this do um and it's completely random like which one you're going to find which one you're going to pick up kind of like the different bros and bro force so mm-hmm. that's that's where i get that comparison to it um it it's super punishing like ftl you know like when you die you're starting at the beginning or whatever tunnel you've built to so you're basically not really carrying anything over from game to game yeah so more like the true traditional roguelike um not so much the like okay well you could do this and i mean you can build your tunnels but i mean beyond that you're not really leaving anything behind hmm. so i don't know i'm enjoying it uh if any of that sounds interesting, I would suggest it. I mean, it's it's one of those things hard. It's hard to recommend because it's it's full price indie game, fifteen dollars right now, mm-hmm. and this is just one of those games that is going to be on every humble bundle and <laughs> thing yeah. forever. You know, I mean, in six months' time, right? Because uh, it's it is a good game. So I mean, it's going to be like the people would be like, man, I I would have paid fifteen dollars for Braid or whatever. You know, that isn't mm-hmm. everything now. Mm-hmm. You know, like please take away take Braid. We'll just give it away. <laughs> you know, so. It's one of those things like, you know, down the line, they'll be like, yeah, I would have totally paid $15. Well, I'm saying if this is your kind of jam, go ahead and pay the $15 because I, I do think it's worth it. Yeah, cool. I've, I've had my fun with it. Awesome. And lots of gun puns. Lots of gun puns. Gun puns. Yeah. I mean, any game that has a t-shirt cannon is okay in my book. Is it the is deadliest it a... weapon in the game? No, it's <laughs> it's pretty good, but it's it's kind of like a shotgun. It's just a shotgun that happens to leave a t-shirt that slowly kind of un- unfurls <laughs> behind. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That does sound good. Um, so speaking of shooting things. Yeah. <laughs> speaking uh, of t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Is there? I, I don't know. You can randomly. You a t-shirt? You can, you can, oh, you can loot shirts. Some, you can loot some shirts in this. Okay. Yeah, I want to talk, I wanna talk a little go. bit about The Division. I was, uh, I believe last episode, I was very like, eh, I don't know, The Division. Maybe. You had done everything. Hadn't you done everything had in done The everything? Division? Yeah. No, Wait. I think last episode you were like, eh, it's the division. Yeah, I think I was like, I think I was, last episode I was hovering around like eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there in levels and just mm-hmm. was like, I don't know. It seems like it might be getting repetitive. Well, I was but like, you hadn't been going in the dark zone. No, I hadn't been going in the dark zone. And I, I will tell you, I can, will continue to not do that. Um, <laughs> okay. So basically, I, I was like, all right, I, I have this game, you know, for better or worse, I have it. I might as well play it. I'm not, I don't totally hate this game. 
I hate what the end game kind of is, or the idea of the end game. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really do it, so I mean, I'm talking a little bit about, out my ass here about that. Mm-hmm. But, it's alright, we're used to it. Um, I was just like, you know what, what, if I was treating this as like a single-player Ubisoft game, what would I do? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I would run around and do all the missions. I probably wouldn't worry about picking up all the bullshit collectible things, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go do the, the obviously the main missions and the and the secondary missions, and then, you know... Climb the towers. Yeah, so, sort of, yeah. Well, their version is go to a new safe house and, you know, you unlock the, the missions, but yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but it also becomes a fast travel point, like a Ubisoft game. Cool. So I was like, all right, let me just go through the rest of this, and, you know, somewhere along the line, I hit level 30 and finished the game, so to speak, the story content so far, and I was like, all right, I beat the division. Because <laughs> anything after that, I, I have no desire. Hmm. Like, I just... I don't like. Yeah, I mean, it's basically end game raid content. It is. Right? I mean, and it's just it's snaking in its own head because you're just going to get better, con- you know, better guns and stuff so that you can go out and get better guns the next time. And you know, like that's just that's a weird. That's how raids work. Well, that's just how like all MMO things in the end. It's just like you're just doing the stuff to get better things to do it more later. And yeah. it's one thing, like I said. I mean, obviously, with the person who has like you know weeks on playing Diablo three, that sounds dumb for me to say, but. You know, that is, like, relaxing, and I've hit a point where it's so subjective that I could just go, like, click, and I can bump it down one level, and suddenly I'm I'm in, I'm basically in god mode, you know, where I'm not dying, and I can just, I can just set my own difficulty level, whereas in-game content like this is always going to be about the same difficulty level, like, yeah. for, for eternity, mm-hmm. because, like, you're going to hit that point, you're going to, like, okay, well, this, you know, these guys are now just that any bit better than what I what I am right now that's going to be a little challenging oh I took them down well let me go do that again with the next guys that are just like any bit better than I was before so I, you know so I, I just like the whole Dark Zone thing like don't go in without friends like I, I was just like yeah no I don't care about <laughs> any of this <laughs> you're not going in anyway nope. yeah because yeah I, I popped in once just to see like what it was and there was a group of like you know NPC dudes Mm-hmm. And I realized they were all elite. I took a couple shots, and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> I'm now dead." So you dead. I, for better or worse, in my mind, I beat the division. Hooray! Good job. You have conquered the division. It, it, yeah. I got everything out of the division I needed to get out of the division. I mean, there there were some interesting set pieces. I mean, for uh, like, I almost wish they would have just focused on this game being a single player game. I think it would have been a better game. I think if they just like tightened up and built up the stories a little bit better, it would have been a really decent Ubisoft single player IP. Yeah, mm-hmm. That makes me sad. I really need to tighten it up on just the third level. I mean, the, the thing one. is, is like yeah. you, you really you could basically play this game as a single player. It's just there's some repetitiveness to it because you can see they skimped on some mission creation by making all this other content that was, mm-hmm. you know, so there's going to be some things like, wow, this looks like exactly the same priming room to restart this pump or something yeah it's like right. this looks basically exactly like the one i did 10 levels ago yeah so there's some of that but i just feel like there were some nice set pieces and things happening and i was like and the, and the and the notion of what has happened in the locale is is, is super interesting but just doesn't have legs in my mind mm-hmm. well, there's more content coming there is speaking of future content what? oh <laughs> right. shit so this is a brand new corner uh yeah perhaps a temporary corner it's so new it's not even a corner yet yeah Yeah. we're just we're just testing it out Mm -hmm. we're just this is a trial run of this corner (laughs) yeah yeah this this corner may be under ndas but we don't go fuck right (laughs) pretty much we're (laughs) not sure of this corner subject to change at any time we're not sure what we can say in this corner but we don't don't give a shit we're just gonna say what we say it's the beta corner yeah it's the beta corner we got a lot of betas to talk about strangely enough triple beta it did pile up yeah 
Well, triple beta plus one I want to talk about, even though I haven't actually touched it. So. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's speculative beta. <laughs> well, let's talk about the big bad beta. All right. The first big, huge beta. Big, big beta. Is big, it? Big beta. The, the alpha me. beta. <laughs> yes. Is it? The alpha beta. <laughs> all right. I think it's the biggest. I say to you, is it? Yes. Uh, is it? Well, of the ones we played, yes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Doom beta. Doom. <laughs> Tell us about the doom beta. Doom. Doom beta. Well, hey, did you ever play Doom back in the day? I did. Uh, you ever wish you could play Doom like now with prettier graphics? Yeah, kind of. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it is well, so I, much. I I will say I will say this. Um, well, go, go ahead. You you make no, your point, and then I'll, I, 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 will. I just I mean, it felt to me exactly like for better or worse, like someone going, "Let's up-res Doom and give you." modern graphics and love more more dynamic level design with like consummate with where we are in the development cycle but it feels so much like a throwback game like it almost at least the way it plays yeah yeah it's got that that current generation level progression stuff like i you can prestige well, it's more Maybe, like, it's more like cosmetic really? and shit. I think mostly. I mean, you know, you unlock guns. you unlock useful things okay. like guns and power ups and shit sure. like that. Um, uh, cards. That's yeah, kind that's, of a bummer. It yeah. is. That's probably the biggest bummer yeah. that that I experienced was I got into the game and I'm like, oh man, this feels good. It, it, with the exception of the fact that I'm playing on a DualShock yeah. Four, which is not the ideal Doom. Ideally, you're you know you mouse have a, keyboard, a, a clicky keyboard that is beige <laughs> and a yeah. and a mouse with a ball and a sure. you know a mouse pad and a CRT. Oh, you're speaking my language. <laughs> what did you say, Chuck? <laughs> Boots with a furry mouse yes. with a ball. Yes. Um, <sighs> but the weird thing oh, was that, that it was just like I do know that song. It's it's got that. Call of Duty style equipment upgrade. Like you start off with three or four possible guns, and I think I unlocked two or three more okay. over the course of playing through the beta. You also unlock like module hacks or something like the yeah, some stupid they're, fucking they're, they're cyber like name for it. 30, 60, 90 second boosts. Ooh, like, you know, oh, yeah, you'll get yeah. double XP when you trigger this kind of thing. Or Yeah, like you. I, that's the thing is like I, I felt like all the unlocks. I mean, Weird. maybe there's a lot more guns in the game, you know, when you have the full thing. But I mean, the unlocks to me were just like, eh, I don't give a shit. Like, I mean, I didn't change off like shotgun and assault rifle like ever. Yeah. I was like, I unlocked these other things. Like, well, that sucks. I don't give a shit about that gun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody was running something different in the games yeah. I was playing. It was it was really crazy. Um, I liked the way it played, but like. I don't know. I don't like the the concept of a multiplayer beta so much. Like, I want to know. Multiplayer is not what I generally go into games for, and I know presently what I'm playing the most of is, you know, <laughs> counter to that. But um, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but that's not. I'm playing a lot because it's fucking Star Wars, and Star mm -hmm. Wars is awesome. Um, yeah. But I typically go into shooty games for the single player experience, and I want to know what they're going to present to me in that form. Mm -hmm. I don't I think everyone does really, you know, that's, what's got to get me interested in the game. And it, it's weird that they haven't shown a lot of that. Like, yeah, they've always been showing the multiplayer for this. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think they're banking on that having the legs. I mean, sure. I just think that's mm -hmm. what they want. Yeah, I guess I just want but... a big, dumb, go to hell, shoot demons. Yeah. 
right? Cra- crazy thing, yeah. I want increasingly larger and ridiculous, more ridiculous guns and or enemies. Yeah, you want Battleborn, but with some big ass guns to deal with it. Where I don't, yeah, I don't roll or dodge or block. I want to shoot the fuck out of those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to just <laughs> strafe side to yeah. side and then run really fast sure. back and forth. Yeah. Speaking of that, how fast does it play? Because to me, when I think of Doom, it's I think fast. of shit moving fast all the time. It's not like. In my head, Doom was a lot faster, I think, than than it is. But it's still f- twice the speed of a of an FPS now. Because mm-hmm. now we're used to like dude bros that are carrying their ruck gear and a big ass machine gun and the Oscar Mike and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And oh, I know him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oscar Mike. Um, Stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but this is like this is Space Marines hoofing it around a level. Um, it's not that real world speed. It's oh. it's easily twice what you're used to with with current gen games. Good. That's did, what did I see, want. Did you yeah. see people jumping through the level, like just hopping? Uh, not hopping. <laughs> like there was a lot of jumping because you can double jump. Mm-hmm. There's a little, little double jump. like a like a minor double jump. It's, oh. it's not like one of those like you know like big <laughs> second, the second jump is a yeah. rocket launch. Yeah. <laughs> um, although like the first jump is pretty good. The mm. second jump is like oh I'm not gonna make it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah pretty useful but they i think they designed the levels so that that it's just good enough for that double jump um or the double jump feels just right yeah but were you playing team stuff or free for all or what um, what was in match is what i was playing yeah same Um, here i was bad at it real bad at it for what was your kd ratio bro oh pretty bad okay um probably 0.6 ish but did the i mean did the guns feel right like that that you're killing dudes the way they should work. Kinda, Man, like, you know, if you have a shotgun and you get near him, is he just oh, yeah. done? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not normally a shotgun guy in most games. I was loving the shotgun in this one. Well, yeah, Doom, that's, it's about the shotgun, really. Yeah. Is there a lot of, like, shoot a guy's arm off, that kind of thing? I, I didn't really there notice did not seem viscera. to be much jibbing. It was just so fast that I just kind of kept going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shot you, gone. <laughs> Yeah, can't linger around you. I mean, one one thing there is, in, at least in the mode I was playing, is there's like um, timers with like uh, rank perks or like uh, level perks where like you can inhabit the soul of the demon and like get to run around this demon dude as this demon dude. Did you like get to minutes. do that? Yeah, I did not get to. I'm so like, too bad. He game. was basically like a dude with like kind of like a sort of like a not a eternal jetpack, but kind of like a jetpack style move. Jetpack and, and, like, rocket and rocket launcher, like dual rocket launcher, <laughs> kind of. asshole. All right. Yeah. I hate that guy. And have kind of like, I mean, it was just weird, like a weirder, like more pulled back field of view or kind of thing. It was mm. strange. It just yeah. felt, felt sort of like you like, I almost, almost felt like going into Titan and Titanfall. It was just like it, something, something about the like POV that. felt different. Well, that was neat. That was a neat, uh, a neat touch. I thought to it. Um, but yeah, it looks good. It plays smooth. I mean, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what the final game looks like too. There's a shitload of weird, customization you can do to your character and your guns. Like you can like three color your guns. Three color your guns, paints and patterns and Oh well the kids love that stuff. Dirt like amount of dirt on your on your armor and amount of scratches on your armor and different patterns and all that shit Mackie just loved man. Can't get customize all that shit. Spend the first hour. Maggie's the dude all in gray oh. with gray guns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like Dark Souls, it was like, all right, give me my guy. I tried to watch some streams of people, and they spent like 20 minutes designing their character. I'm like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who gives a Especially fuck? Especially in a game you don't even see him, or do you? No, that's a third-person game, isn't it? 
So you do yeah, see. Yeah, you can see them. But if you put if then they'll do that and then they'll select a knight that all it is is a slit in the front. Hmm. Yeah. And you can't even see it. Nice. Yeah. I always custom I always yeah. got to do character customization. I do yeah. too. Don't Just care. Dumb. Couldn't possibly care less. That's all right. They put it in there for Default the guys for like life. us. I know. Playing dress up. Mm-hmm. Can I say? We. Nope. Saint Rose spoiled me on that shit. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah. Speaking of shooty dude games that were betas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of dress up, on, huh? like, did this make you want to get Doom? No. At all? Not really. No. Okay. I mean, I was, but I was it. It was gonna have to change my mind because I'm already like the eh. like my mind is like Doom Three was amazing back in the day like when that came out and that you know with that whole like oh my god it's been so long for Doom and like mm-hmm. this looks amazing and the flashlight and all Doom. that shit because mm-hmm. I, I mean whatever I I thought I know people are like flashlight mod why can't I hold a gun and flashlight at the same time I was like because it makes the because game it's awesome game design yeah because yeah. it makes the game awesome <laughs> but anyway but so like but my thing is like now. You're only you're as good as your last game. And like now I'm like, uh, Wolfenstein, uh, I mean, it was all right, but I don't need 20 hours of Doom mm-hmm. squashy dudes or whatever thing again. I don't know. Just like to me, Wolfenstein wore out as welcome. So that's okay. to me that I was already on like the, uh, I'll get it, but like I'll wait, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I was interested at the prospect of a new Doom, um, I am no more interested than I was before. I'm okay. at a like you know, ten percent chance of buy. Mm-hmm. Like if I have, if I magically have six hundred dollars that week and I run out of other games to buy, <laughs> I'll probably I might buy it. Hmm. But man, so there are box ten clothes. other. So games in other words, no, or, or nine <laughs> other games that you would rather buy rather than. I'm sure. I'm sure I can find nine, nine sure. other games to buy it's before be a busy that. Week. Well, this might. Yeah. I mean, I'll go ahead and say this next one is probably not one that's going to tempt me. Uh, we also tried. I tried Battleborn. I believe you as did as well. Did I? Um, so Battleborn. <laughs> Beta Bros. Yeah. Battleborn. Did you is, play? Did you play uh, Doom on PC or? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, same thing with this. Um, actually, I don't remember where I played Battleborn now. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Battleborn is, is Gearbox's uh, answer to Overwatch and Team Fortress and all of these other hero shooter things that okay. we swear to God, we, we swear are not MOBAs. Oh, right. Because they, they, like when they first announced it, they are like, because MOBA was the thing, you know, they were like, it's basically like a MOBA. And now they're like backed off because everyone's tired of that word. And they're like, mm-hmm. they're not really MOBAs at all. They're hero shooters. So Which is a MOBA. Well, except I there's know. no mobs or whatever. Okay. You know, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. But this is this is a you know this is Gearbox's version of that. Like this is gonna be it's gonna be Battleborn versus Overwatch, and people are, are gonna pick their camps and swear one's better than the other. Um, I I was interested because Battleborn is going to have like a somewhat of a single player component to it, and the mm-hmm. beta was like, sure, yeah, go ahead and try some of that. Um, unlike a lot of these betas where it's like you know multiplayer only, get the fuck out, you know. Yeah, um, I was pleased by that because I don't want to play with any other fucking right. jabronis when so, I'm trying to figure this game out. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, I don't know these characters, I don't know anything. I just want to see what's going on and like jump in here. And man, I did not understand what the fuck the single player was telling me to do at <laughs> me all. Me either. Like, I it, had no fucking. It clue. was like there's a waypoint over there. Figure the fuck out and go stand there, and we might tell you what you need to do. Like. I got to like the point where I think I was fighting some like robot spider dude, and I was, was like, a pretty good fight though. It was a pretty I, good fight, but I once was like, you figured out what to do. I was like, man, it was just so confusing. Like, it was it was nice because I felt like there was going to be some of the Borderlands style humor going on in this game, with the in, like the way they were intru- introducing people and stuff was very Borderlandsy, but 
it just felt like it was like all done by the B team. Like it was just like we got the style, but we're you know there's like two of the voice actors from Borderlands, and then all of it is like intern interns who worked on Borderlands. Right. Head from accounting. Yeah. Not even like oh man, and I don't I don't say that in the mean way like. It's good that Ted from accounting was not involved in this. It's the people who think they're funny. Ted knows he's not funny and just does his fucking job. Mm-hmm. Right. He pushes the numbers around the paper and makes things work. Sure. Um, These are people trying too hard. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't yeah. want to say that. It just feels like they know. They know what they're going for. They're just not good enough to hit it. Yeah, I, you know? here, here. I mean, it's like me playing a shooter. This is going to be totally speculative, but I will go ahead and say it. I feel like Battleborn was like, "Oh shit, we need to get in this market," and Blizzard had already been working on it for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and they're even beating them to the release date by like a couple of weeks. That I just feel like everything about this is going to feel fucking rushed. That Battleborn, is, yeah. yeah, this is going to feel like, um, God damn it! Now it's out of it's so out of my head. What was that? The follow-up to Gears of War thing they made so much fucking big deal about, and then it was just like everybody forgot about it after a week. It was like it had grappling hook dude and like kicking. <laughs> oh not, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It had like Steve Bloom and Bullet Storm. Bullet Storm. Bullet Storm's awesome. Oh yeah, Bullet Storm. I'm just saying, like fuck you in the dick. <laughs> I'm saying, like I, I just kick feel you like, in the fuck. I feel like they're going that route, and like Blizzard is keeping this like classy thing, like. I just feel like it's it's going to be like there's you know this Dante's Peak volcano thing that oh. always happens where like people are going to pick a side and you're not ever going to convince them that one's better than the other. But oh, mm-hmm. I just feel like this is like the oh shit, man we 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 missed this window, but we're going to hit it anyway, and then we're going to come out beforehand. Yeah, it's too late to yeah stop this train kind of thing. So I I don't know. It just it feels like a recipe for possible Rock disaster. Band for Guitar Hero Live sure. sort of yeah. situation, right? Yeah. yeah, where they both kind of fall on their face, but I, yeah. I doubt that's going to happen. Well, so it sounds see. like you guys just didn't like this at all. I'm interested in the idea, but like the thing is, is like I kind of already picked the side of Overwatch, and this did nothing to remotely sway me from that. And and you you could be on the camp of I don't give a fuck about either one, and that you know yeah. always more where BJ's on. You know that's where I am. Well, I I'm interested in Overwatch. I had no idea about Battleborn. I yeah. I actually thought that Battleborn was the same fucking thing as Overwatch, and I had sure. the name wrong. Um, and then I I. Figured out fairly right. swiftly that I was wrong, but like, I don't know. There's something about this game. I played probably, I don't know. I probably played two and a half or three hours of it, just trying to figure it out and figure out what was what's going on. But it feels real messy. Like it feels, yep. it feels like they, it feels like a rough sketch, really. And I I know like. Well, at, at this point, what a beta is is not a rough sketch. A beta is we're almost done with the yeah, game. Right. What did we miss? We're testing server load. Right. Right. Yeah. This, this feels alpha e. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it feels it yeah. feels way like way earlier version. It feels like what a beta used to feel like, right. where it's you know like this is six months to a year off. This not right. not a month. Yeah, we're we're not quite done. Um, but it, I mean, it didn't convince me. It didn't do anything to convince me to buy it for sure. Right. Um, like I kind of want to play it some more just to figure out if it's if some of it is me or if some of it is just the game not being balanced very well. But it felt really awkward. Um, in single player, like it felt like they hadn't balanced single player for 
just one player. It felt like they were expecting you to have two or three people in your party mm. at least. Um, That's never fun. No, because it feels like you're overwhelmed a whole lot. And it does this thing where it gives you a certain amount of lives. And I'm like, I'm just playing single player, man. Give me all the fucking lives I want. Just I'm. Yeah. I don't need to be shoving. <laughs> we've moved past that. We've moved past that. Yeah, I'm not standing at the arcade cabinet with a, a pocket full of tokens. Um, no quarters ever. Um, <laughs> I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm playing a game at home. There's nothing that that harms my experience by letting me respawn as many times as I want. Um, it's not a. It's not a puzzle game. It's not a twitchy. You know, it's it's not a twitchy timed platformer thingy. It's just a, sh- a fucking shooty game. Or if you choose the other one of the other characters, it's a it's a hack and slashy thing. So let me respond as many times as I want, mm-hmm. um, and fucking explain one or two things along the way. Just like yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, just a couple things. Nah. Just give me give me a little hint about something that's going on. Um, if I wanted to take too much time, I could I could nitpick this game to death, but I just didn't really didn't really get into it. Um, I'm I wanted to play the Overwatch beta, but I have no idea where or how you would yeah they get they, to that. And they've I've been, been very cagey with that. Like it's they had an open weekend, but then it was like it was only open from like Friday at noon till Saturday at like nine p.m. That was what they considered the weekend. Wow. <laughs> like it was like it was so weekend. such a limited time that it just like and it, and it just straight up shut down too. It was just like now it's over done. I hope you enjoyed this. Bye bye. Hmm. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> don't have to go home, but you yeah. can't stay here. I mean, do you want me to go ahead and talk about it now? Because I mean, they're, they yeah, are they, they, they are the go weird ahead. the you know the twins of these two. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I, I've been super interested in, in keeping an eye on Overwatch along the way. Um, I finally went ahead and pre-ordered it in, in the hopes that if there's any more open betas, I'm going to get a chance to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're coming in from the PC world, which is sadly where I'm going to play, sorry, everybody you know, might want to play Overwatch. I've, I've already drawn sides and mm-hmm. you know, I had some people that were like, no, we have a we have a five-person team and some alternates ready to go to play some Overwatch like all the time. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm in. Um, so I was pretty much in, and you can get it in the $40 range on the PC. They don't make you buy the... One that has all the extra skins and shit that nobody cares about. Well, hmm. you you even less so. Uh, yeah. Like the console versions make you make you buy that essentially that edition because the game technically <laughs> is, is a forty dollar game. So um, so things I it's things I can tell you about Overwatch that might change your mind. Uh, well, number one, I mean, I I don't normally do this, but I don't like to plug other people's shit. But sometimes people say things and and show yeah. you things so much better plug than I could shit. ever possibly do. Um, so. Out of left field, I'm going to plug something that's on GameSpot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. GameSpot. They still exist. So <laughs> credit where credit is due. So like, yes. Danny Danny O'Dwyer, which sounds like a fake name, made a three part series about like the story of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And it basically totals up to an hour long documentary. And it's actually really fascinating. Um mm-hmm. I would suggest watching that. And the strange thing is, like, I watched them when they were three part videos, and now I think there's one where you can watch all the whole thing in one go. Um the third part is like the weakest part because it's finally like, okay, we're about to, the game's about to come out. Let's show you these 21 characters we've created and, mm-hmm. and talk about the creation of them. But the first two parts are like this interesting documentary, like thing behind the scenes of a video game company. And then the second part starts feeling like a promotional video where like they're like trying yeah. to sell the game. And, it, and it's weird because it's like, it's not bad, but it's just like, 
Man, I, I kind of wish it turns you, into sponsored it, content. It, yeah, it feels like it, it like slowly morphs into sponsored content towards the very end. So, I mean, it's not in a bad, like completely off-putting way. It's just it's a strange series because the first two are so honest and and real feeling about mm-hmm. the the because if you don't know this this basically came from the ashes of their failed project Titan. called Titan. Yeah. Um, where they were like, we're going to out wow our own wow property by making this giant MMO thing that we're going to be very cagey about. And we're going to just release it upon the world and you're not fucking ready. And basically all these things like, yeah. you know, and like, then everyone stopped caring about MMOs you had to pay for. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of like if some, they basically did what someone needed to come along and do with, um, fucking die Katana, you know, way back in the day where it was just like this shit had been built up so much and there was no way you were going to follow up your project so you need to just scale the fuck back and make right. something small yeah and don't fa- you know embarrass yourself so like they they basically did that they had the foresight mm-hmm. to just cancel this project and you know they didn't really hire, fire people but like it's very honest about all these people are just like man we were feeling real bad and let down about all this time because you know they essentially wasted years of their wasting of their working life doing something that just fell on its face mm-hmm. and so that's why they kind of scaled back and went to these smaller projects like hearthstone and heroes of the storm and overwatch um it's kind of like you know why make one giant thing when you can make these kind of addictive little mini games almost but overwatch i think is, is <laughs> their game is their you know that's their big one like they're the one they're banking on um but to watch them talk about it in the first two parts it's just man the people that are behind it have such an affection for 90s shooters and like and everything Good. everything they talk about is just like Yes, just yes. Like you are listening and understand everything that made ninety shooters what they were about why rocket launchers were awesome and why rocket jumps and you know Quake just, is still the fucking best. Just man. like just this like balance between you know this guy can do this, but this guy can do this, and this is how you counter this, but not too much. You know, so like any person can be good in any fight and and stuff. And you know, like I said, all this could be. It's going to come out and it's going to fall on its face. I don't know. But like, it's almost even removing score from the equation. Like your kill death mm-hmm. ratio is not even a thing anymore because it's like it's truly objective based. It's like everybody worked together to make this happen. And if you're doing anything that supports that at all, even if it's behind the numbers, like it, it can actually calculate like if you're just distracting people because mm-hmm. yeah, like you, you can play characters that just go out and like fuck with people like teleport and go ha and then like disappear and then like so they're you've stopped them essentially for five seconds we're like where the fuck is that guy and you stop them for five seconds from like helping to stop an objective there are just like literally like taunting characters out there that are just there to like mess people up so it just it sounds really fascinating and like I, I really wish I could play a beta but I obviously I'm pretty excited about the game so. a little bit yeah that's good. It's good but, to be yeah. excited. I mean, games. it's just it's it's cool, and, and it's like I said, the the hour long is it's worth even with the promotional back end of it. I would say watch the whole thing. Sounds it's, like I need to hook my PC back up and consider it. Well, just saying, if your watch, team will let me in, watch the video and <laughs> tell me what you think. Okay. I like Danny O'Dwyer, so yeah, good deal. Who uh, doesn't? Uh, He's got a cool name. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I played Mirror's Edge Catalyst Beta. I forgot I had signed up for it. Uh-huh. And they sent me an email. They're like, "Hey, you're in." I was like, "Oh, really? What? Okay, cool. Yeah." Neat. And are you NDA? Was, was, was it a uh, multiplayer only? No. <laughs> okay. No. It it was straight up just like <laughs> I, I, I played only, for guns about only. an hour and a half, and it was straight up like the game. Mm-hmm. Like here, here you go. Your tutorial. You know, your opening cutscene tutorial. All of it, just with the a thing that's apparently in all EA betas, where it flashes your gamer tag, the time the version number of the thing. And I want to say my IP address, I can't remember, but it basically flashes all over the screen. And at first I thought it was like, 
well, that's a weird little glitchy thing. And then I realized, no, this is just because it's a beta and they don't want me streaming it. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, that, that game plays like a 60 frames a second mirror's edge and for better or worse, but it is pretty much the same game, except now instead of distinct levels, it's open world. Oh, and it was weird playing that. It was that very weird good. playing. I think that. I just heard erections around the room. Yeah, it. But it was interesting in that, like going from this was the night that Dark Souls was just like, nope, you're you're offline, going back to the main menu, and me just going fuck. Mm-hmm. So jumping to this, and then suddenly being in a game where it's straight up like, here's your tutorial. Okay, now do this. Now do this. This is how you do this. Now do this for like the first half hour mm-hmm. was jarring after <laughs> playing something like fucking Dark Souls where it's just like, hey, figuring it out, asshole. Right. Also, We're not I'm going to tell you how to what B does. Press press A to figure it out. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. But but I mean, for people that liked Mirror's Edge like me, which I loved Mirror's Edge, this is more Mirror's Edge and it feels great. Also, I, I would imagine a completely different, like almost near opposite color palette from from Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah nice so it feels it's, like ah, it starts out dark and then welcome to eternity. Yeah. It start. Well, it, you're dead. Yeah. It in every way. Like, like that's the thing. Like Dark Souls has these moments of like you're you've been in the dark and the muck so long that when you get to this one part and you open it up and there's this badass looking castle and there's all these God rays coming down. It rewards you for that moment. God race, Jesus. I well, you know, that j- game. just like from the sun, just oh, okay. coming through. So I, like they're good at like, look at that thing out there. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, whereas gravitas, you say. Yeah, whereas this game kind of has some of that actually, but it's in this bright futuristic city in the daytime and, and they release you at night where it's like raining and I was like, oh, no, like they're not going all dark and gritty with this game, are the they? The Grim and Gritty Mirror's yeah. Edge reboot. Grim dark. Yeah, but very quickly they're like, Broken all right, here's, here's everything's white except for the footprints you'll see on the walls that you can run on, you know, and just they basically get you back into looking at a Mirror's Edge style thing very quickly. And all the guards I encountered had sticks. So yeah. there were no, there was no gunplay. But they walked around with walkie talkies. Yeah, I, I still had to fight them. But you know, they have a baton where they can beat the crap out of you if they want. But sure. I mean, the fighting system was pretty basic. But they definitely do the whole tutorial thing. We're like, all right, well, if you do a wall climb and then you know you're doing a wall run and then you hit the Y, you'll kick him in the head and you'll fuck him up. You know, and it's basically like a one hit. Okay, that guy's down instead mm-hmm. of having to do like an XXXX combo to take him out. <laughs> well, it's and, and it's not like I assume it's not like you have to beat up every guy before you yeah i think before I you able- <laughs> start to run away or you get shot in the back a thousand times yeah yeah i mean they kind of it solves the problem that the first one had where it was like you could try to you know like there were ways to get through the room quick enough but then you had to climb the ladder at the end and they would just shoot you off the ladder right. you know it was like no you have to take out these guys which made it even more of a pain in the ass with they all had guns and i was trying to do the run where you don't have guns and it just it, de- it never felt right. This one, I think they just took guns out entirely. I mean, I, I'm sure later on you encounter somebody with a gun, but one man, you know, with a I mean, it was, just, it was just a beta for that, but they also do like it. It's weird. in that it almost feels like a, you know, like a thing from 10 years ago where the guy you have that's leading you out is like, Oh, it's you. You suck. I'm going to, I'm a dick, you know? And it's just like this guy just riding you the whole time. Mm. And you're like, fuck you, guy. Like, I know you're going to betray me later and I'm going to have to toss you off a building or something. But <laughs> fucking A, lay off. Like, like, 
and that just, I don't know. It feels like we've gone away from that a bit and that this is, this like was a, a holdover from something that would have been in the first one. Right. You know, cause that came out in like what, 2008, I believe. Yeah. In, in the year of EA where they actually tried new things and lost all their money because of it. Aww. But, but yeah, they, they changed it to an open world structure where it's basically you get, you know, you get through your tutorial area, you get to your mission giving guy and he's like, all right, now go see him about training. And then as you're going to the training, there's somebody who's like, Hey, I wanted to talk to you about this. And then, you know, it's like, pop up your map. So you pop up the map and it's like, all right, you can go to this guy or you can go to this guy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, all right. And eventually you get to the one guy and he's like, all right, we'll do my training thing, which gives you the, you know, the timed areas, the timed little thing like the first ones had that were fun or was like, all right, can I beat this guy's time on my friends list? Mm -hmm. You know, and I get star rating for getting a certain amount of time and they're And they're basically like, if you follow the path, you'll probably get one star. But if you find shortcuts, you know, that's how you're going to get three stars. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, so they, they've kept some of that little level structure, but it's still in this big open world area where it's like, okay, now you're finding little collectibles and you're hacking billboards and you're doing all this other stuff mm-hmm. where it's, it's cool in that you can look and see that building way off in the distance and be like, yeah, I can probably get there. But it also kind of, it feels like it hurts the storyline, I would think, because it does the open world thing of like, well, the world's just waiting for you to get to this point, right? You know, for you to get to this mission. So none of the missions have like this drive that the main that you know the first Mirror's Edge had. Like the levels were very much like you can't be fucking around here. You got to go. Like you have to keep moving. There mm-hmm. was a momentum to the game that making it open world hurts, and also getting XP for doing stuff means you unlock some of the moves that were basically in the first game. Oh. You know, so I tried to do a wall turn, which is like you climb up one side of a wall and you basically kick off 180 degrees so you can grab the ledge behind that, you know, that would have been at your back. Mm -hmm. And that's like, no, that's an unlock after a certain number of XP. And it's like, guys, and and it worries me because it's a beta. So usually when it's a beta, they're like, all right, we already unlocked half of them just to let you do this stuff. Right. You know, and that's like, oh, no, like, really, you're going to make me buy all the moves that I just had in the first one mm-hmm. so that part that part worries me a little bit but i still i was like yeah this is more mirror's edge this is kind of what i wanted out of this game is the controls that you know it looks smooth at 60 frames a second and it just feels like it's gonna play well hmm. and it felt like it played well there and there's no guns so that was a nice a nice change from the other one so i'll probably end up getting it but i don't think i'm gonna like get it at launch or anything just because I got too much other stuff to play right now. So, well, you've still got EA access. So you're going to get like eight free hours of it anyway. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and I don't know what, at what point the demo stops, but I just ended up, I had to eat dinner. So I stopped playing and then there was no like save and quit. Right. There was none of that. It was just like, yeah, the need for speed demo was the same way. Yeah. I was like, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whenever you quit, you're done. Yeah. I'm sure I've, if I had done enough missions, it would have been like, all right, good job. Thanks for your, Testing the beta. Thanks so for it, your beta. Can you play yeah. past the 10 hours as long as it's in one session on these games? No. Oh, okay. No. It, I thought it, you were it, saying like the 10 hour thing was like, okay, next time you quit, <laughs> just see people <laughs> no, like, you got to power through it. It'll, the, it'll, the trial will pop up a countdown saying oh, you okay. might want to save your game, but it, it, it doesn't eat your save. Like if, if you loot, if you run out of time while you're playing it, it'll just revert back to your last save gotcha. game if you ever mm-hmm. buy the game. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, 
it ran well. It, it felt like I was playing the full game. You know, it didn't feel like, oh, this is a weird beta. And, you know, and the stuff where the comparing times to friends. And uh, when you hack the billboards, apparently it puts like your your gamer tag or, or whatever. I think there's a customizable thing in game oh. that you can set. But when you hack the billboard, it'll show up on your friends' right. games and stuff. So hmm. whoever's got, you know, whoever's hacked it most recently gets it. So, so uh, one more quick thing about Overwatch. It looks yeah. like there might be sprays. Remember from Counter Strike, oh, like tags yeah. or whatever. Oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. I think that might be a thing where you can custom. I don't know if it's going to be like probably not upload your own picture, but probably maybe do the art inside the game. <laughs> I'll give you another Otherwise, there logo. Would be all the dicks. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna have so many dicks. Yeah, but I'm just I saw is that, that like on your character or on no, like, like, walls? like you can walk up to something and spray it, tag it like in like, like in Counter Strike. Yeah. Oh, I I had completely forgotten that existed. Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. So good. Well, speaking of sprays. Let's take a sp- let's take a break. break. Oh, let's take a spray <laughs> break. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Welcome back, second half. Still a motherfucking video game podcast. Damn right. Mm-hmm. And you know what we're going to talk about now? What? Video games? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about some pinball. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> pinball FX2. Oh, video game. Technically. Uh, released an alien versus pinball pack. Oh. Or what they call it. Aliens versus pinball. Oh, I get it. it. AVP. Oh, yeah. aliens. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ten bucks, three tables. Uh-huh. Uh, one is based on the movie Aliens. Mm-hmm. And uses sound clips from the movie Aliens. Wait, when you, actual wait, sound clips? Yes. Wait a second. When you lose, yes. does it say game over, man? Of course. Game over? Of course. Not sound alikes. No, these They've are the, these, clips. Like, it starts up, she's like, we're going out there to kill. Well, not holy to study. shit. Like, it, the real clips huh. used in it. So hmm. that one's good. Good on. That one's probably the best table. Uh, it's one of those with a lot of ramps. I like so ramps. it feels like your shot is always doing something as opposed to, you know, some tables where it's just like dunk and, you know, yep. it goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like, man, I don't quite know how to unlock everything. Like it's I got close. Like I got the Hudson table or the Hudson ramp. I got I got the Hudson ramp. It was Hicks. He's, he's Hicks. Yeah, <laughs> I got it all lit up, but then I didn't hit it in time to see what actually Hudson stuff it does. Oh, but it it. It was good in that it wasn't overly barking at me, mm-hmm. you know, which is usually my problem with their tables is is just back off, guys. And and I think they, <laughs> they took that to heart. There's also a mini game where you drive the APC Ooh. and you have to dodge stuff, but I didn't like it at all because it's so unresponsive that, you know, you're always you're just hitting tons of shit as you go. Right. But it's also one of those. I don't know if you can win it. I think so. But, you know, you just you end up taking enough damage. And it's like, all right, well, you got this far. So you get 100,000 points. You know, one of those deals. Gotcha. But yeah, that table, that table's really good. Uh-huh. Um, the Alien versus Predator table is another pinball FX table. Nothing from the, like nothing from the movie. It's all the generic pinball FX uh, soundtrack sounding stuff. It's all the voices just saying, oh, the hunter has to do this. You know, it's just generic. All that. And it's a very small, confined table. Like, I, I didn't like it nearly as much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that it, it... 
All it did was make me remember that Alien versus Predator is a shit movie that makes me angry to this day for being as bad as it was. Yeah. And yeah, it, it just, it wasn't, wasn't great. It wasn't great at all. But uh, I liked the Alien Isolation Table a lot because what they did, I mean, it's, what they did is they gave it a higher tilt. So it feels like something like F-14 Tomcat where it feels like the ball's moving a lot quicker mm-hmm. on that one, which they don't tend to do very much. They don't, uh, you know, their their tables all seem to be at the same tilt right. and speed. And this one, I, I don't know if that's just... It seemed odd to have a faster-paced game for Alien Isolation, which is kind of a... Very slow-paced game. <laughs> yeah, a slow-paced, you know, but I but it also kind of ups the tension a little bit, I guess, is mm-hmm. it was their goal. But And it's also there's certain, like, once you've unlocked a mode to play through it it's like the alien's been alerted to your presence so you have like the way to end the mode is to find a place to hide you know because there's like a locker in one part of it and you just have to shoot the ball into yeah one of the, okay yeah so like you have to hit a specific shot to end the mode so it's it kind of works but uh i mean the aliens one is definitely the best one uh i like that it had uh from the start it has six you know like six uh, whatever it is, modes, mm-hmm. you know, where you, all right, do this. And then you start the thing. And they had in the very beginning, they're like, do you want to do it in movie order or choose the order? So you can set it up. So, okay, the first one's find newt, you know, and then you have to find newt. And <laughs> then the next one you get to is set up the, the sentry guns, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it goes through the sequence of the movie or you can just, you know, do it like the star Wars ones did where it's like, all right, pick your, pick whatever mode you're going to do now. So, That's cool. Yeah. I liked them. It's, it's, uh, it's a little weird that all their other ones have been four tables for 10 bucks and this one's only three, but real, real sound clips cost money. Probably. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I was just glad they had the real sound clips. Hmm. So it felt like a real table. I mean, honestly, I'd be almost better off with them coming out with like one really good table for five bucks. Like it's these packs, like just come up with one really well thought out and well-designed licensed table Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, who gives a fuck about aliens versus predator? That brand has been so tainted at this point. Yeah, and the way they they play it, it's kind of like they didn't give a fuck either. Yeah, it, it's, so why bother? Because I can't remember if the Alien Isolation stuff was the voice actors from the game itself. Mm-hmm. I think it was because it didn't sound like the pinball FX people that are right. in every fucking table that they do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I am Darth Vader. <laughs> also Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And the no. guy from The Walking Dead. <laughs> no, Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah, they're... Yeah. But I mean, it was the the aliens table is good, and the uh, alien isolation table is. I, I I need to play more of them, but I, I kind of like the alien isolation table. Maybe I'll like the alien versus predator one on mute mm-hmm. better. Sure, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's all right. It's not their best pack by any means. I will get it someday when it yeah when it's discounted. dirt cheap yeah. on Steam. Sure. Because I right now I have lots of tables on there I've not dedicated enough time to anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing a lot of actual pinball arc- arcade, like realizing just how many tables they've actually pumped out in mm-hmm. season five. And, yeah, they've been they've been sneaking them out. They're just not yeah. very good at promotion. No, no, but I mean some like some good ones, some like big high profile ones. Like, yeah, you know I I don't I never really gave full time to like Bram Stoker's Dracula when we first talked about it coming out and things like that. Like some of these mm-hmm. you know bigger games. I'm like yeah okay this this is a fun table when you start mm-hmm. to learn it. Yep. Now yeah. I know why people talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking about things that are decent. 
Uh, all right. <laughs> wow. All right. Hero of the segue. <laughs> There's literally no segue between Aliens nope. and Football in this game. Uh, Trackmania Turbo. Tell me all about that game. Okay. Here I go. I'm okay. buckled in. It is a console version of a whack-ass PC, mostly user-generated racing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I know very little about. The only real details I know about it come from the bombcast of just like hearing tell people talk your, about. Tell me your playing game. experience. I will. Uh, it, I mean, it plays like it plays kind of like the user generated tracks in like Trials, right? This whole game is like Trials, yeah. basically. It's kinda. it's Trials in a race car. Um, and see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it's. I don't know if it's it's more that because I mean I I played the original Track Mania and I'm not sure how much nothing like that. It it's then. it's a lot different than because that. that one was mostly like you're all, you're a Hot Wheels car on a Hot Wheels track right. was pretty much how it felt. There's a lot of that, but what the, what this thing these all sounds like don't sound like ugh, these all sound like things I would really really <laughs> like. Well, they've taken the original like Track Mania craziness and just tried to hone it in for a a. A retail release experience like a gateway drug to get you to try their crazy track mania bullshit but so the game is based it's it's a bunch of crazy tracks you're essentially the same kind of race car in all of them a hot wheels kind of car and it's just constant non-stop time trials that's that's the game there is no like head-to-head racing there is no anything like that it's like here's a track you can have ghosts on the track if you want or Ooh, not spooky. i know uh there's a puzzle element to the tracks, just like trials where you've kind of got to figure out I've got to, you know, turn here and miss this to get to this shortcut and do that kind of thing. Um, it's it's really solid. It's really colorful. It's really fast. It's fun. And it's only forty dollars, which is a big benefit for it. But Wait, I just how many dollars? Forty. Mm. It's, a, it's a forty dollar brand new retail release. Mm. I don't think that's unreasonable. Okay. I would feel better paying about $20 for it because once you get about an hour into it and you realize, oh, it's just going to be this over and over and over again, it, I don't know, you you kind of want more out of it. Um, I, I enjoyed my time with it and I was kind of, I like bought it thinking it was going to be something else, like a little more full featured and then was like, oh, it's not going to be. So I sold it, but then was like playing it up to the minute I had to put it in a package and ship it off. I was like, let me get every minute out of this that I can get. Um, and I probably will pick it back up when it goes on sale somewhere. But uh, yeah, it, it's basically trials in a race car perspective, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all racing against ghosts and trying to prove your time. And, you know, if I take this corner a little faster, um, it, it the online stuff seems pretty good. It's just, it's you versus just everyone else who is a ghost on the track Mm -hmm. and you're just racing the same track over and over and over again within the allotted time trying to improve your lap time basically so it's like okay you're all on this track you've got five minutes go and it's just constant racing trying to get the best time and you just watch yourself move up and down the leaderboard in that five minutes yeah so um so if you like time trials Yes, if you like time trials, you should play Trackmania Turbo. Oh, yeah. it, it is a lot of that. Um, but it, there's some interesting co-op modes in it. Mm-hmm. And there's one really fascinating one, which is basically two people controlling one car at the same time. And it kind of averages your controls together. Okay. It's basically Pacific Rim the racing game oh drift because you're you're both drift you have to move in sequence to are you at, at the same time yes 
two controllers, one car. Wow. Two controllers, one, one car, cup. Tokyo <laughs> drifting. <laughs> yes. That sounds fun, actually. It looks pretty dope. Yeah. Obviously didn't have any I don't know, I really only even even Though have one PlayStation se- controller, but it also seems like, man, like the other person fucks up. It's like you son of a bitch. I hit that turn perfectly. Well, I mean, what's wrong with you? You will see like this, this kind of like graph chart thing come up on the screen. That's averaging out the two inputs. You can see like one controller is like way over here and the other one's Mm. over here. And it's like, okay, well, you're not going to hit this curve perfectly, but you're kind of both pointed in the same direction. So go over there. Um, That stuff all seems fascinating. Yeah, that sounds cool in theory, but it probably just yields average times. Probably, you know, like you're like, yeah, you're not going to be the best, but your time's going to be all right. But I mean, I can say it has some interesting ideas where it's an interesting like co-pilot mode. Like if you have a young child Mm -hmm. and they're just that they're just fucking terrible at video games because they're a fucking infant. You know, I mean, you as an adult who has, you know, motor function can actually get steer the thing who chooses baby mode isn't stuck in baby mode. (laughs) And the kid thinks that they're doing good. Okay, yeah. You. okay. You just justified that. I think it's interesting. I, I think that's it exactly what it's for. probably something they were just demoing and were like, you know what? Throw that in. That's goofy. Mm. Find out if you and your kid are drift compatible. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that kid's not yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just find someone who's drift compatible. Right. Yeah. It of could course. be a whole dating yeah. sim. It could be any number yeah. of things. So, All yeah. Right. I, I pick it up when it's cheaper. Unless cool. you just really fucking love time trials. <laughs> uh, all right. Then. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Harlow. Hey, you know what I love? You've named this new corner. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, know why it's the re-steamening corner, but I'm, I'm, I'm just what I'm sticking with. <laughs> I'm going to talk about some steam shit, basically. Yeah, just deep diving on the steam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just bringing that steaming I, shit right up. I've never left the steam. I don't know why it's re-steamening, but that, that, that's what I'd called it. Okay. Uh, first off, it's going to be something that's a little platform agnostic, but it, it fits in the steam thing, too. But I, I hit an obsession with bro force mm-hmm. and i don't entirely know why Broforce. um because bro force is pretty because cool. it's a it's goofy awesome. ass it's fun game pretty good and yeah. i but i don't know why i i got to I, I don't remember where i beat it first i've had it on the pc for long before it was a ps plus game so i know i beat it on like normal on one and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go see if it's any different on the other one i'm gonna go beat it on normal on that other one and then i was like you know what I'm playing this here on the PS4. I, I bet I can beat this on hard. And so I beat it on hard. And then I was like, you know what? I bet I can beat it on hard on the P- on the PC too. <laughs> so I beat it on hard on the PC too. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know, but I beat this game four times in, <laughs> in two different difficulty levels. Man. Um, all, all I really want to say from that is if, if, if you like the game and you think you can beat it on hard, I will tell you it's not that much harder. Um, and it's got a it's got a funnier ending. It's mm-hmm. it's the kind of funny ending that's like only funny if you've seen the regular ending. So like it's not one of those games you just start it hard, okay. but you should play hard eventually if yeah. you think you're. <laughs> God damn it! If you think you got the stones <laughs> yes. for it, do you think you could stay hard for the entire time that you're playing with, uh, with your bros? How um, long did it take you to get through it? Was it less than four hours? Uh, I well, I was thinking about calling a doctor if it had taken me longer. Yeah, um, but you know, I, I did manage to get through. I think in. Less than four hours. I don't, I don't know. Check you out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I seem to remember you saying that the PC version, like, oh my god, solves so a lot of the problems that the PS4 version. Like, has. okay, so the, all right, here's the PS4 version. Like, had that weird, um, like, starting level stutter where, like, you'd start a level and about five seconds in it, which is freeze for mm-hmm. a few seconds, which was really bad on certain levels. That was like, hey, dudes are, dudes are coming right at you right away. So yeah. that was really annoying. But um, 
Did they, they patch they, that out? They patched that out, but I swear the loading times got fucking terrible. Like by like by the time you're in like mm-hmm. world fourteen or fifteen towards the end, it's like holy shit. I mean, like three hours or three minutes of like black screen while it while you th- you hope it's loading, mm-hmm. and then I I don't know. I mean, it, it's like they patched the one thing and made it worse every other way. So I I don't know. It, but I whatever. If you can play it on Steam, I would recommend that because it's much smoother on there. And I did play it with a controller and all that fun yeah. stuff. So it's not a you know PC versus or you know I'm not a controller whatever elitist. I I you know I generally play my PC games with mm-hmm. a controller if possible because it's easy. Yeah, would but this lead into your next? It, thing? it might. So I, I play that with like regular Xbox controller and PS4 controller, whatever. Um, but I've had the Steam controller. I think I talked about it briefly, and it just it's kind of sat there. I was like, eh, this is interesting, but I'm not seeing why I would choose to use this. Until I started playing some games that you really can't play with a regular controller. Mm-hmm. And then it totally started clicking this alternate control scheme where I don't have to pick up a mouse and keyboard. Because I'll, I'll, I'll blow through a couple of examples. Um, I picked up the game Plague Inc., which I think is more known for being a touchscreen, you know, iOS or Android game. Um, but it was on Steam. It was on sale. I'd read a little bit about it. It seemed interesting. And I was like, I'll, I will pick this up because um, it's... You know, it's the mode that includes everything and you can make your own scenarios and things like that. There's yeah. a lot of user content on there versus the mobile version. Um, to talk about the game, I don't have much to say. It's in a nutshell. It's if you've ever played Pandemic, it's reverse Pandemic, where instead of working together to stop a virus or something, you are basically trying to create a virus that can... You are the virus. You are the virus that, and you're trying to <laughs> like kill everyone on Earth, essentially. That's how you win the game, generally yep. speaking. Um, so it's dark, it's morbid, and all that fun stuff. Um uh, but like, there's really interesting scenarios and diff- different types of viruses that change the wind conditions. Mm-hmm. So there's enough of a game there that I think it's. I mean, I think I paid less than ten dollars. I don't know what it was, but it's. Yeah, there's a lot of game. There. I remember playing it on the phone, and the fun part of that game is that you have a limited number of basically points that you can put into. All right, yep. you know, if this spreads by birds, how contagious is it? And it's like, okay, well, that might work, but that only works in certain countries. Right. And then, you know, if you've specialized too much, then, you know, when if then sexually transmitted diseases, you can't make those more potent. You know, it's. Yeah, it's it's a weird push and pull of like, it's basically almost like any kind of um, management sim where Mm -hmm. you've got to. You've got to get the virus out there, but basically have it do all, uh, enough to not be noticed by the World Health Organization. Yep. Um, so it's like it's got to be transmutable enough to get out to a, a large enough portion of the world before you start triggering deadly things where they actually start to notice it and care. So you've got to get it, you, you've got, and you, but you can't wait too long. You can't have like total contagion and then mm-hmm. start triggering deadly things because you'll be out of points and you won't kill people fast enough and they'll find a cure because it's all about how toxic is whatever you're doing to how much they care and how much, you know, the country or the whole world starts researching it. Yeah. And there's always that one Island that right. just never fucking catches anything. Right. Yeah. Like Greenland's always a pain in the ass. Yep. Even though, like in real life, there's like 12 people that live there. But in this game, it's like, if you don't get on Greenland, there's healthy people and you're fucked. Mm. So <laughs> well, 12 people's enough to repopulate the earth. Sure. I've mm-hmm. done the math. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be really <laughs> dumb, but it'll work. <laughs> just now I've done the math. It's, yeah. We're good. They're not going to cure any future diseases, but they'll still mm-hmm. be around. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, like, like I said, it just it plays with the Steam controller amazingly, and you couldn't mm-hmm. play it with a regular controller. I mean, there's it doesn't even like accept the menu inputs, but yeah. it it brings up a little interesting. There's a divide in the Steam store right now because there are a lot of games that are starting to be it's marketed. <laughs> there's a divide where they're they're starting to market a lot of games as full controller capable. 
And they're not full controller capable. They're yeah. full Steam controller capable. Uh, yeah. And they need a different fucking marker for that. Mm-hmm. Because I think back on the fact that I tried that game. Um, shit. It was like it was a Diablo-esque style game that came out. I think I talked about it last month. But but I ended up like doing a return on it. Because I, I was like, I can't play this. It, it says it's controller cap- capable. It's clearly not. Now I'm like, I bet they meant Steam controller. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm starting to realize like that this one was marked that way totally wouldn't play on a regular controller no. like, i mean you can't do the mouse movement like and, you know emulate this touchscreen mm-hmm. you know pop the bubble things on the screen and stuff mm-hmm. yeah anyway so once i realized that and I, I you know it's sort of like the whole like i've started to learn to love the steam controller just by trying it out and i was like all right let me see what other games i have that have so supposedly been marked as controller capable that have popped up in there that i don't think would work with a controller and i somehow came across i came back to poker night 2 or poker night of the inventory 2 um and, oh, yeah. I, and I don't know why, but I kind of went down a rabbit hole of that. Where I was you actually, like yourself some card based gambling. I know. I, I was actually <laughs> chasing Steam achievements. I found myself <sighs> where I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to get the Steam achievements." Because like yeah. now, I'm, now I'm down to I have one left. Join us. And yeah, I was just like, go. "All right, you know, if I need something to do, some reason to keep playing this game, it's it's." I the thing is, like, it's not a very good poker game. Like for AI poker, it's really not very good. Like it rewards you for just playing like an asshole, like just <laughs> just raising when you have shit, and they'll they'll call it for no fucking reason. Uh-huh. Like they'll call you with a queen two. It's like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And of course they catch. You know, I mean, just AI wise, it's not a good poker game. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now I've seen just about every combination of interaction that the people can have. That it's it's still. Every once in a while, I was still finding, like, holy shit, I've never heard them say that or do this combination of things. And as I was actually going for achievements and unlocking everything, mm-hmm. I'm realizing, like, when you put the the table, the chips, and the and the deck sets together, it changes the whole inventory. Yep. And so, like, when people get eliminated, they can get eliminated in the style of whatever thing. Like, if it's Borderlands, um, Steve comes out and shoots them. Steve the, hey-oh, yep. guy. Yep. Um, or the book from Evil Dead will, you know do like you know the shaky cam thing and eat them essentially <laughs> so there's like these little things that I, I started finding and now I'm like you know all right now all i need to do is win enough bank to have a million dollars in my bank or something like that and that's my last achievement which yeah. I'm, i have like six hundred thousand right now so grind it out while you have I'm, the time yeah, you basically, can do it, bro. basically grinding it out like i said I, it's i don't know why just it came back to this game and it's one of those things it's i i don't know how many hours i played this with this with the mouse and keyboard and then I picked up the Steam controller and we're like, I'm a fucking dumbass. Like everything is so much faster with the Steam controller. Like I am a moron for having played this and like mousing over to click to skip to uh, next hand so I don't have to listen. Because that's the worst is like the barks after they win a hand, there's a very small amount. Yeah. And so like it's just like fuck your little barks for like you just beat. They're me pretty on a long hand. too. Aren't yeah, they, they are. Yeah. Some of them are really long. So that skip to the next hand button, or it's just like a button on the Steam controller, so you don't have to like. Think about where you go. It's just like, okay, fold, bump, you know, hit that button. Hmm. So anyway, uh, then I want to talk about a game that I, I was I was pretty sure this was going to be like going back to our find our weird games from mm-hmm. somewhere out of the past and project fucking, $10. Yeah, project ten, project $10 <laughs> or less, or sometimes yeah. $2 or less. Um, and, you know, I thought I was going to bang out a Chuck Fine game here because I found this game called Lucius. Okay. And... Was it, that from my library or yours? Uh, you. It said you played it, but then like when I actually got it, because it was like it was literally like a dollar twenty. It's a dollar twenty five, I think, this week right now. Yeah. Um, but I think I got it in a bundle at some point because sure. I know I have it. Um, 
But anyway, I was like, all the promises that you were making about Hit- Hitman, I was like, this game seemed like it was going to deliver in a way that was comical to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because essentially, you're this game, you're playing Damien from The Omen, more or less, with, with different names. Okay. Um, it's 1972. Go You've on. been born, you know... You look like fucking Damien. You look like this little devil child. Yeah. And you've hit. You, so like a child. Your your six your sixth birthday happens obviously, <laughs> and you know then like Papa Lucifer comes to you one night and sits <laughs> like sits down in your room and is like, hey, you know you, you know you might have these powers and shit, and um, <laughs> we want you to basically like murder these people but make it look like accidents. So, <laughs> like is this played serious or funny? Uh. It's serious. It, all right, this is basically because this sounds hilarious. Well, it's it's hilarious in the deadly premonition way. It's like oh. I, I swear to God, this is like straight out of like deadly premonition world because mm-hmm. like all these people are like saying really dumb shit, but they're playing it very straight faced. Okay. okay. Um. So, like I said, if you could spend, if you if you're listening to us like right now, run out to Steam and buy this for a dollar. Otherwise, I'm going to say probably don't buy this game because it's it's super fucking janky and it's been patched and patched and patched, but it's still it's just a really janky game. Mm-hmm. Now, the fun things about it, <laughs> unlike Hitman, it's kind of clear exactly how and you know how they want you to kill somebody, and then it's just a matter of figuring out the pieces and parts needed to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But like already, I mean, it may get more complex. I may still be kind of like at a tutorial level, but like the first one was the the housemaid or cook or something like that is in the kitchen and um, she goes to get something in the, in the walk-in freezer and you find a padlock and padlock her in the freezer and then walk away and let her freeze to death in the freezer. All right. But then like you wake up in the middle, like Papa Lucifer wakes you up in the middle of the night and it's like, <laughs> Hey, you know that that was good and all, but uh, if you leave that padlock there, uh, they're going to know somebody locked her in. So sneak downstairs right now and go get that padlock and put it in your pocket. So it just looks like she just, died in the freezer mm-hmm. so you know oh like she just stumbled yeah. in there like and do. so but the, like you know, like the very next day it's like all right well next guy is like your your dad's campaign manager or something like that it's like he, he he smokes all the time in your house so go steal basically go fuck with the stove and, and mess with the gas pipe and then go steal his matches so that he goes to try to light a cigarette on the stove and basically just ignites himself on fire because the, the gas is putting out way too much gas. <laughs> and yeah, and okay. then, like, so like, I was like, all right, that's second kill. Like, that's we're, we're, we're amping it up here already. And um, I need to play this. And, like, so the guy burns to death and then little Lucius is just standing behind him, just, like, watching him, like, burn to death with, like, his little omen face on. Just like, yep, this is interesting. <laughs> but then, like, it tries to, like, introduce where you actually have, like, you know, some evil spiritual powers. Like it gives you telekinesis is like one of the first ones. Mm. Um, fuck me. If I could figure out how to make telekinesis work. Cause like even just in the tutorial, it was like, here's your little toy wooden car, pick it up and put it in a box using your telekinesis. And I, I even actually like, all right, maybe I can't do this on the controller. I actually like picked up the mouse and keyboard. I still can't figure out what kind of search and simulator quap bullshit I need to push <laughs> to make this thing raise up off the ground. Cause all I can do is push it around on an X plane and I can't make it like go up at all. And I, I don't know. I just, I, that's where I ended the game. Tilt the controller back. Maybe. I, I, who knows? Got that but, six axis tip. Well, the latest <laughs> patch, which was like in December, finally added controller support period. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's also minor bug fixes. Also minor, to these yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Ooh, those are my favorite. <laughs> anyway, like I, I wish I could say like this is like one of those hidden little gem games. I mean, maybe depending on your it almost is almost is, but like man, is it fucking buggy and like like 
the it's it's interesting because like the character models are, are like actually like really good mm-hmm. for like the facial animations and stuff, but like lip syncing is some of the worst I've ever seen in the game, ever. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it it sounds like one of those classic no quarters, you know, value, yeah, weird, weird value, ass yeah. value, not quite value games, but well, you know. I was going mm-hmm. for that because like when I started watching a couple of videos, I like, I have to play this. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, it just has enough dumb shit where I was like, all right, I want to kill people in interesting ways and, you know, just everyone have... have and there's, of course, there's a detective, like, you know, uh, Deadly Premonition style who's trying to piece this all together and you... Kind of wave you, a flashlight you know, at you or... Well, like, here, you know, he'll have inner monologues and you get, like, hear his diaries. Mm-hmm. It's just weird, like, perspective shifting. Like, all of a sudden you're inside the head of a character you weren't playing. It's, it's I don't know. It's Does this require any computational power? Probably some... I mean, okay. probably not a ton. I mean, does it say when it was originally released? 2012. Okay, so yeah, it's been out a while. Because okay. there's a Lucius 2 out there as well. Lucius the Lucius-ning. Yeah. Lucius. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is Lucius the Jackson. Lucian-ing. Yeah. You know, too you fast, too Lucius. <laughs> you could really play some Deadly Premonition. I, I could. Yeah, you totally, you could totally do Steam. that. It's on Steam. I could. I remember last time I tried, I couldn't even figure out how to break down the first fence. Yep. Yeah, I'm you probably not going to try to play at that it. again. You shout into your controller. I got to get a stick. Get a stick and just hit it. Just whack at get it. Get in the stick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, trust me. I'll come over and help you out. All right. Well, that's pretty much <laughs> the end of my steaming, re-steaming. Okay. I've just been going down the steam rabbit hole of things. Enter the Gungeon was on there, too, but I moved it up to first half. But mm. All the things I've been playing yep. on Steam. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm loving the little steam controller more and more and curious to try some other games with it. Yeah, awesome. I mean it. It's a good feeling controller mm-hmm. when you hold it. That's for sure. Yeah, doesn't feel like a cheap piece of crap. Now when I turn it on, it plays. This is this was a triumph. Wait, what? It goes me 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 when you turn that's it right, on. You now. Can make it sing. Yeah, you can make it play different tones huh. when you turn it on and off. Now that's cute. Yeah, the game will run on Windows XP. So <laughs> okay, Ooh. all right, there you go. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. I still want a fucking Dual Shock Elite with like twice the battery that weighs twice as much. That has all the fun yeah. Xbox Elite. Yeah, did we ever talk buttons. about the Xbox Elite? At we did. All? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say, so I just want a DualShock with removable batteries. Yeah. Like fuck this proprietary battery bullshit. Yeah, mine seems to be lasting less and less. Yep. And it, I'm like, hmm. We're we're what two years on? Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half years. I mean, you're so lithium polymer batteries. Usually, you get 500 charge cycles out of them. You're sure. way over that at this point. So 500 charge cycles before major degradation. So you're not getting you're not getting a full charge to them anymore. Um, feels I have, like it. <laughs> what's that? I said, if, and it feels like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have my like I have a bunch of charging cables like right next to my um, right next to where I sit and play games. So I almost never notice it because it goes, oh, you need juice, and I just plug in, whatever, mm-hmm. move on with my life. But people who actually have to you know, get up and set theirs on a charge thing or get out a drag out a cable, a 40 foot cable to go from their PS4 to their couch or whatever. Sure. Kind yep. of a pain in the ass. And but if, if you use the headset, it goes even quicker. Oh, I'm sure oh, it yeah. does. Yeah. I learned that when I was streaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. It looks quicker. along pretty good. Um, if you were in a situation like that, I can, this it doesn't need to be podcast talk, but. Um, I can let you borrow. I have several portable batteries that you can Ooh. borrow to. No, it's fine. Okay. 
Just I'm good. I like, appreciate just if it, you're but... gonna if you're gonna be doing that for any extended length of time. Yeah, it, it, that's just it's just really frustrating that that you can't replace it. You know, yeah. whereas my Xbox, it's like pop the back open and put in two new rechargeable double A's and I'm good. Yeah. And um, I still feel like the Xbox controller lasts for six weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it lasts forever. Man, play some Diablo. <laughs> Many yeah. hours I have it. You start realizing yeah, it's dying. It's fast. true. I play a lot of games where you don't actually move the controller very much. <laughs> um, Baby games. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, Nyko makes a an add-on battery pack, by the way. That's a... Does it come with an extra fan to cool the battery? <laughs> Ooh, <yeah>. Some LEDs. <laughs> yeah. Cure your clammy hands. Some Nyko bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's ribbed and it's got, like, <laughs> it's got a heat sink and a fan and then I a would, spotlight I uh, would grip on the, the controller. <laughs> Give me that ribbed one. A Cheeto holder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's actually got a Cheeto grabber, so you yeah. don't even... You oh, just, nice. Oh. Yeah, that's a little dope. switch it down just there. Blows the dust right off. Right. Um, <laughs> it's got a tab puller for your pro, Mountain Dew. <laughs> pro gaming tip, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, chopsticks for your Cheetos totally changes changes mm, the landscape. Change the game. Yep. And it's fancy. Man. <laughs> yeah. Take it outside the box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bento. Box. Yeah. Um, no more Cheeto fingers for me when I'm playing games. That's oh all, man, that's all wow. I'm saying. That's great. Um, but you know what also works. Just putting your face on the table and just eating them, just eating them like a fucking animal. Yeah, that does work. Bag your face like a trough. Yeah. But, I, but I have a beard and I have to look out for oh, you know getting right. too ah. much stuff, or I end up with birds and mice living in it. You got a point. Sure, but <laughs> okay. But Nyko makes a Nyko makes an ex, uh, a clip on little battery pack for um. It's the same like Lipoly battery, yeah. but at it's least still it's, dumb. You have replaceable batteries and video game True. controllers. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with this, but there I'm is an option to extend the. Um, there is an option to extend your battery life, or you can just rip the some bitch open and and buy a replacement. Yeah, eBay. rip that some bitch open. <laughs> You're out of warranty anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay, got a point. Fuck your warranty. Fuck <laughs> you. What the hell's happening? I don't know. Mackie, talk about a video game. <laughs> All right, I can talk about Uncharted. Cheetos. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I finally got around to playing Uncharted. Okay. Cool. Played the Which hell? Uncharted? I have played one and half of two. Okay. Which half? <laughs> the first half, Chuck. The first half. Uh, uh, first nine chapters okay. of Uncharted 2. All right. I'm sure there are more than nine half. fucking chapters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uncharted 1. Um, Harlow, you're 100% right in that you can kind of skip that one. It's fun to play it to see like where the story goes like to see where they came from to appreciate how much better two is sure because one if that game had not come out when it did where it was very early on in the ps3 and it was like we need games and had it not had such superior sequels we would not remember that game at all in any way well it was a very pretty game at the time yeah like when it, it first was came out it was but there are basically only three environments there's jungle there's cave and there's old falling apart castle. That's it. And you're playing that for a good eight to 10 hours, however long it takes to get through that game. Mm-hmm. And every dude is a bullet sponge, despite, you know, being a, do- a dude running around in a tank top. <laughs> it's like, oh, I shot that guy six times, but whatever. And, you know, and all, all the complaints about Nathan Drake being like the world's glibest mass murderer. 
are all there. You know, it's like, oh, that's going to hurt. You know, it's like, yeah, you shot the 50th guy in the fucking brain. But it's still there's a lot of fun there in that if you like that formula. I mean, the shooting isn't great, but there's some fun weapons, especially like when you get into the grenade launchers and explosives and stuff. Um, there's also some really frustrating, annoying sections like the jet ski section, which has not aged well at oh, all. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the end stuff where you're just, it, it, it gets weird where it's something like you're fighting Gollum now. Yeah. So it's like supernatural shit happens. Uh, yeah. What? Yep. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting to see like Nathan Drake isn't, he's, it's, he's an interesting character in that one because he's kind of like. There's a point where he's just like, nah, shit's fucked. I just, we're going. Like, I, I don't want to be here anymore. Let's mm-hmm. just get out of here. And the reporter's like, no, we need to be doing this. And he's like, no, I don't want to die. So let's just go. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm done here. You know, and then he kind of, of course, is forced to stay by circumstances. But it's just, he's not, he's not as glib and funny as you'd think from, like, his reputation. Like, it's not there in the first one. And it's just interesting to see how much all of everything we think of as being uncharted is there in the second one. That's just not present in the first one at all. Yeah. And the second one, it's almost like they listen to every single complaint about the first one are like, all right, people complain that we had to shoot a a guy in a tank top 20 times to kill him. So everybody has body armor now. Okay. (laughs) But there's also a very weird cut scene in, in the beginning, like when you're sneaking through a level and, you know, and you're like, no guns. We can't do this with guns. And, you know, and the guy's like, all right, Gandhi, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, that's Nathan Drake. Like he's killed more people than like anyone on earth. All right. <laughs> like he, he, like the pirate population dropped literal percentages because of him. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But it, it, it's so it's just weird to hear the guy. Like, okay, Gandhi, these have, have sleep rounds and, you know, tranquilizer darts in them. It's like, Okay. But yeah, I, but they don't repeat environments. Every single environment is a new environment in that second one. The the shooting feels a little better. It's not great, but it feels better. And there's just variety in everything that you're doing different stuff. It's just a much better game. And it's so interesting to see that evolution so thoroughly from the first one. PlayStation has a lot of those games of where like the first one is almost like a proof of concept, mm-hmm. like a very long demo of, man, if this sells well, the second one's going to be great. Well, yeah, well, the second one, you can tell there's a huge budget for that one by comparison, because like every level is completely new assets and you're in a new costume and all that, you know, like all everything's done well and the cast is larger and it's not just, you know, the same three people. <laughs> right. Throughout and, and they established a villain early so that you give a shit, whereas in the other one, like the villain barely registers in the first one. Like mm-hmm. who cares? And then, you know, it, it just, they, those games are a little bit weird, but it is, it's, it, they're fun. And, and I want to get back to that second one. I just was, I, I got it absorbed into playing other stuff after a while. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do a speed run of the first one as donut Drake, which is basically just like the fat suit. Right. But I, I just I didn't have the dedication to go through it all to get the the sweet tropes. <laughs> so I didn't do that. OK. Uh, yeah. Uh, no segue here, but I played more Ori in the Blind Forest. The pr- uh, premiere edition. Yeah, the original one, because okay. I just I I know I'm so far in it that I just want to get it over with. Right. But man, like some of the mechanics they introduced later on just 
feel like they're wasting your time. Like, like they don't feel like they're adding a challenge. They just feel like they're wasting your time. Hmm. And that shit gets old because that game, that game is very much like when someone doesn't understand the difference between art and design. To me, that game is the way to explain it to them because you look at it and the art is absolutely gorgeous. The Mm -hmm. environments are fantastic. The animation is really solid. Everything looks great. The design of those levels sucks. Yeah. Like, like they're like that game is just designed in a way that just is brutal like like it's it's in a way that we don't do games anymore you know mm-hmm. i mean like if this was back in the nes era it'd be like yeah this is what nes games were like where you you had to memorize everything and you better know what you're doing because you know you're going all halfway back through the level if you fuck it up and that's bad design that's design that we don't do anymore right and yes you can save anywhere but there are certain points later on in that game where you can't you are stuck in a like it it won't either won't let you save. It's like, this is not a stable place to save and it won't let you. Or it's a timed thing where it's like, no, you got to get out of here and you got to do it now. And you don't get to, you know, you don't get to save at all. Hmm. So I know I'm close to beating that game, but God damn it's also, there's no fast travel, which apparently they added in definitive edition as well, because I finished a section and it's like, all right, now you have to go here. And then it shows you a spot on the map and then it zooms out and you realize that you are like the entire game away (laughs) and you have to traverse the entire game to get over there. Yeah. Which apparently they, they added fast travel in the definitive edition. So at this point, they really baby moded the fuck out of that one. Didn't you know what they made it not suck. They, they honestly (laughs) like, like play definitive edition. Don't fuck with any of this original stuff because it's just, I'm sure they had statistics of like how progression in the game, like where the players were getting. And it's probably like a lot of people like me and Harlow were just like, yeah, "Yeah, you know what? No, fuck this. (laughs) I don't want to play this And you made the right choice because I mean, I, I genuinely like, I beat that section and I was like, oh man, good. And, and, but, but I was like, all right, this is the march to the end. Mm -hmm. But then when that map zoomed out and said, you're here, (laughs) it's there. Good luck. I was like, no, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> Even if I have these better traversal skills that'll, you know, let me get there easier. Yeah. It's still, I got to get there. And I just don't feel like doing that. Well, like I said, my, when I played it, my problem was I was just coming off of Guacamelee, which I suffered through to the end with, with similar like, okay, now double jump, dodge, roll, teleport, super punch your way up to this level here where i was like fuck my old hands can't do that many moves in one time <laughs> yeah. yep. and and then i just started up ori and it was like oh this is pretty look at how cute this is and then like i hit it seemed like very early on they were like do some complex ass shit all in a row perfectly or, yep. or you're gonna fail and i was like yeah nah and they just keep adding on yeah. mechanics to that too well in that game like it'll the reason it becomes hard is it because it obscures you and when you use your attack, you know, hitting X to zap things mm-hmm. that like there's a flash around you. So it's easy to miss projectiles that are coming at you because there's too much going on and you can't see your character because of that. Gotcha. And it's just not it's not good design. I, I think that game I, I'm ready to say it, that game is poorly designed <laughs> and I it's beautiful looking bad design. But I'm gonna beat it. Because, okay. <laughs> because you're not gonna let that game beat yeah, you. Fuck you, game. I'm <laughs> That's beating. Right. You. Amen. 
pandas. Beautiful looking, bad design. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> they won't fuck. <laughs> yeah, bad design. Yeah. That's that's this game. <laughs> makes, makes sense. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, literally no segue here. All right. I, you know, we 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 do prep work for the show and make a list of all the games we played. And I was going through my PS4 trophies to see, you know, to re- remind myself what I'd played in the last six weeks or so. And I got to this entry and I'm like, fuck, I played that. I played the vanishing of Ethan Carter. Huh? Oh, that's right. I guess I did <laughs> completely forgotten that I had played this game. Um, mm-hmm. I've never even heard of this game. It is. Okay. So it is an indie game walking simulator mm-hmm. with, uh, dark overtones and sinister backstories and sinestro <laughs> and it's just i i played through it one sitting i remember enjoying my time with it but man does it leave you super quick and i think maybe it has to do with the ending which is just a hot mess of bullshit um it's it's one of those games that thinks it has to have a big dumb m night Shyamalan twist at the end and you're mm. like you really didn't have to do that. It was fine where it was going anyway, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a very pretty looking game. You're you're a detective investigating stuff and you're picking up clues and putting together the details of gory murders and stuff like that, and then yeah. eventually solving the mystery, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> where so. Ethan Carter vanished to? Yeah, where he vanished to? Okay. Was it the Bermuda Triangle? No, aliens. Nah. All right, I don't care. Oh, there's some aliens in this. Okay. I'm Maybe. I'm Mike here. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it's okay. I got all the trophies in it. <laughs> I didn't remember even doing that much. Um, Yeah, it's, you know, it was a it was a cheap indie walking game. I played it. All right. So there you go. Cheap all indie right. walking game. That's me talking about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you don't recommend don't it. I pushed forward for a while. Yeah, it's a game you can play. <laughs> All right. Sounds like it's Chuck Fine. No, it's like, yeah. I would say I, when I finished playing Sub-chuck it, I fine. might have said it was Chuck Fine. Now I'm like, eh, it might be a little Sub Chuck Fine. Yeah, might be a little under. Might be Chuck okay. Yeah. Oh, just you know, wow, the harshest of Chuck criticisms. Skip, like I said, it's a video game you can play. <laughs> so well, Chuck, if you're into those, <laughs> it's in like the comic book grading scale. You went from very yeah. fine to yes. Chuck Fine mm-hmm. to Chuck. Mm. Good. Oh, there's a vast gulf between very fine and Chuck Fine, I yeah. think. Okay. I don't think that's true. I think you have to go through no. pretty good and yeah. okay I, I, and I mean, mediocre. Based on, based on the Fast and Furious game alone, I'm going to say on the comics grading scale, Chuck Fine is like a three. Fast and mm. Furious game is fine. No, <laughs> no it is no. not. <laughs> All right, fine. It was like a near mint copy of like the wor- like Ultimates 3. Yep. No, it's not near mint at all. It's garbage. <laughs> it, no, I, I will give him it, quote unquote, its condition was okay. Fine. Its content it. was garbage. Yes. You can totally play it. It played, yeah. it functioned. However, I'm saying right. everything about it was like. Oh, just, let's just think. Yeah. I don't even want to. I'm defining Chuck Fine. That's all. All right. Just so, anyway, me. Mobile Corner. Chuck Defined. Games on the go that are not. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Right. Right. Okay. That game sucked. Yeah. <laughs> games on your mobile. You did. Yeah. It did. Uh, on your mobile device. Uh-huh. Uh, I played some Super Hexagon, which has been out a while, but I think it was on sale on iTunes real cheap or something and grabbed it. That is one of those weird games that is like a good run is 30 seconds. Mm. And yet it's so compelling to keep going with it. And apparently there's a VR version, which is like, I don't I I could see myself getting seizures trying to play that I think 
Because really, the, the only thing you're doing is you're a little arrow that you rotate around a circle kind of Tempest style. Mm-hmm. You know, you're basically looking down a cylinder at your thing and you are just narr- navigating left or right your little arrow to get through a path that, you know, make sure your path isn't blocked as things descend down this tube, so to speak. Okay. And eventually it gets to a point where there's only one path, you know, so you're sitting there really, really getting stressed trying to get past it and the, mo- and the music's pumping and it's just, it is a very fun little short little thing. Okay. But there's, that's all there is to it. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how people get really far in it for one, because like, as soon as it, like it becomes so twitchy that it's almost like the touch interface hurts you because <laughs> you're like wanting to tap both sides and right. you know, you, Oh God, which direction is that? I don't know. Oh, I'm dead. You know, and any, and the slightest touch on any of the sides means game over. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a popular game for a reason because it's it's simple but simple but fun and you can pick it up after two seconds of looking at it. So, ever another game? Yeah. Oh, Soda Dungeon. The fuck is this? <laughs> it is kind of like Final Fantasy in a little bit, like the original NES Final Fantasies, uh-huh. where you put a party together, you recruit a party, basically. Instead of uh, drinks, you go to the soda bar, you know, so you're not having alcoholic drinks. You're just having sodas. <laughs> and the different sodas as you, uh, you know, when you start out, you can basically recruit just like homeless dudes, it, it, you know, <laughs> like the medieval version of homeless dudes and send them into the dungeon to fight things. And right. it's like, all right, go in there. And yeah, they'll fight until, you know, with a broken bottle or a stool. You know, I think the stool is the shield and the broken bottle is their weapon. And, you know, they'll be doing one damage on the rats on the first level. And and basically you're just doing these levels where you're choosing your, you know, you have a magic attack, you have a defend, or at least you gain those as you go up. Because once you earn, you earn money for every kill and every level. And so you go back to the soda shop and you buy, okay, now I can buy this, which will recruit, you know, knights and then magic users. And, you know, it's... All, or all sorts of different specialized characters and each every 10 levels, you know, and you're also buying upgrades in the shop, which is how they kind of make their money either by ads that you can pay 99 cents to get rid of the ads, which I did um, or, or buying, you know, upgrades that they sell. Right. Which is all sorts of things. Like uh, eventually there's one at like 500 million credits. That's, double the speed that you go through the dungeon. So all the animations are double the speed mm-hmm. and you can set an auto button that just plays the game for you, which is the point I've reached. Like, like, you know, because there's a point where it's just like, I don't need to select which magic attack to attack this rat. Uh-huh. I just need it to go. Okay. You got a sword, hit it. Okay. You got a sword, hit it. You know, yep. if you're a healer, heal that guy, you know, that's. <laughs> so you like this? This is addictive as shit. Huh? Oh my god! <laughs> it sounds like it's specifically engineered to be addictive as shit. Is it kind of? It's got free to play hooks in it. Aside from the buy the ads away, you don't have to spend a cent Words on it because there's a point. Like I've reached the point. Like, like I've reached the point where it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. And I, I've I've literally hit the Skinner box point in it because what happens is once you get to level hundred, mm-hmm. you fight a boss that is either just really high XP or you know certain levels. It's like. Only healers can attack him and they have to actually heal him. 
And every 10 levels, it saves so you can warp to level 10, you know, to level 11 if you've beaten the first 10 levels. Right. You know, and then, you know, 20, 30, 40, up to 100. And then 100. And then what you do is you uh, you basically warp to a new dimension that lets you go up to 200 and then up to 300, then up to 400. You know, you keep warping that. And then once you hit 1,000, it says, okay, well, you're in the, you know, the final dimension and you can just go as long as you want. Ah. So you can keep going up and I've reached that point where it is the true Skinner box where it's, I've figured out the, the optimal group to bring into the dungeon. And all I'm doing now is basically, I need more stuff that does more damage. So I'm spending the money to get stuff that does more damage to fight the things where the damage that they can take keeps going up. So it's always balancing out mm -hmm. and there's kind of no more point to playing it because all I'm doing is combating numbers with numbers and both of those will always go up into infinity cool however they've added they're they're adding patches with like new character types and stuff that you can play in it but new sodas no 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 well i don't know if they'll do sodas to they should. but basically what you can do is you can recruit the giant bosses that you play uh -huh. that are like final fantasy bosses it's like it's it's cute because it's like this jumble of just random styles kind of mm -hmm. like, like some of the characters like look like a little rat that you'd think like what a final fighting a 16 bit, you know, final fantasy six enemy would look like, mm -hmm. you know, and then there's other ones where it's like a giant knight with a sword. Who's like, you know, takes up the height of the screen. Hmm. That's your boss, you know, and then there's a monster that's got, you know, all sorts of animals jumbled into it at once. That just looks like this mass of weird stuff, you know, it's fun. It, it's a lot of fun. It's addictive as shit. But I think I've hit the point where I'm like, all right, I think I'm, I don't need to play this anymore. Sounds like it. It's kind of like that Army of Darkness defense where you just got a certain point. It's like, all right, I'm going to kill screen this bitch because. Yeah, you know, but there's I, no way. Like, there was like an endless mode. And it was just like, I'm going to keep playing this until it locks my yeah, device and, up. <laughs> and I found, I found the combination that does that, you know, but, but I mean, before you get there, it is a lot of fun to, okay. Each time you level up and get a new dimension, you also get a thing that can permanently alter your stats. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, now you can, if you keep putting points into this bottle of soda that you've got that gives you more health or more magic points or more critical points, you know, that sort of stuff. So it becomes a, until, you know, you've, once you've hit the top level, you've unlocked them all. Right. And can go from there. But for a free game, it's a lot of fun. And it was, I was like, I didn't mind spending the, you know, the 99 cents to get rid of the ads mm -hmm. because, you know, I got more than 99 cents fun out of it. The problem is it gives you an actual timer on the top oh. when you load your game that says how long you've played. How long, Mackie? 133 hours. What? That's worth 99 cents, right? Well, the thing is, <laughs> basically, I would run it at work. Like it would, I would be, I would plug my phone in and just leave it on auto run because I could have runs where it would run for an hour straight because okay. my guys were overpowered mm -hmm. and just crank through levels. So, okay. But that's the thing is it's like, why am I playing a game that's playing itself? That's a good And question. that was the point when I, where I was like, I don't need to do this anymore hmm. because like nothing matters. Kind of like life. Shit, that's deep, man. <laughs> no, wow. no, but I mean, but really, it, it's you know when you're just combating numbers with numbers, yeah. and there's no, there's no goal other than hey, higher numbers. Mm -hmm. You know that that's the point where it's like, all right, you, yeah, you're done here. Hmm. But to get to that point took a long time. So I I think took sixteen work days. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 
if you say so. I do. Yeah. Hmm. Math says. But so. no, but it's it's free. I'd I'd recommend it because it's fun, it's free, and it's it's cute in a way that I appreciated. Hmm. Well, speaking of free, uh-huh. Kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Right? But I don't know if I recommend it. Okay. Okay. Mitomo. I've seen a lot of people post on Twitter about this. Me, Tomo. I saw a lot of people post on Twitter about that for like three days. Yeah. And then it fucking disappeared. It was hotness for about three days and Mm then nope. Uh, So this is Nintendo's first mobile app. This is their first entry into the mobile world. They've joined the 21st century. Have they? mm, hmm. We'll let you know when Pokemon Go comes out. This is not a game necessarily it's is it another walking simulator no, jesus there's, christ there's no walking in it really <laughs> uh so you can does it play itself yeah kind of okay, okay um so you spend 133 hours letting it play itself. <laughs> <laughs> so you go into it and you can either set up a nintendo account or you can import your existing nintendo account and so you either is ma- it another 65 digit like <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. no there's, there's no codes. Oh, good. They've, they've, Nintendo has like accounts now where it's like oh, it's like Xbox Live and yeah. you just pick a name and yeah. go. So you can import your me from the other Nintendo universes or you can just make one. Do they still like look like shit garbage? They don't look good. They yeah. look like me. I, I, I hate the look of me's. They, they, I absolutely hate it. I think it's same. atrocious. They look the same. I hate the look of me too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, so do we. <laughs> yeah. Well, you all self-reflect. Uh, so, so there's no way to make that better. Huh? No, you just you look like a me. You uh, you make your me. Uh, well, you I'm have glad a, I didn't download this then. You have a voice, which is uber creepy because it's all robotic, and the only way you change it from male to female is to change the pitch. Uh, so you either sound like the guy from Silence of the Lambs, or you sound like some sort of pixie elf. It's okay. disturbing, but uh, the game itself is kind of a half play dress up and put silly things on and take silly pictures of yourself. And the other half is this weird Q&A thing. Um, there was an app on the Nintendo Wii that was called like Everybody Votes yep. or something like that. And you would just log in and it would ask you a dumbass question. I used to vote on that religiously. Yeah, uh-huh. me too. And it, it, it would always... just be like cats or dogs. Exactly. Peanut butter or jelly. And, you know, all the me's would <laughs> run to one show side. Show up tomorrow and find out what the answer exactly. was. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this asks you dumbass questions like that, but it gives you a, like, block of space, like, for to type in 200 characters and say whatever you want. What? Yeah. So I found this to be the perfect opportunity for comedy. Uh-huh. And was just typing in <laughs> the dumbest answers I could think of to whatever questions popped up. And what happens then is that your friends read your questions. And if they like them, they give you a like. And that boosts your score. And then uh-huh. you get more personality points. And then you get more friends. And then you get more questions. And then you give more dumb answers. And you get more points, et cetera, et cetera, Chuck et cetera. has no points at the time. Of- no, my answers are quite funny and well-respected amongst oh, good. my peers. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, if you link it to your Twitter account, you will get millions of fun fucking randos asking to be your friend on <laughs> Mitomo. Mm. Um, you know, it's, so like, are they still generic questions or are they like, how do you feel about Nintendo as a brand? They haven't got that specifically creepy yet, but yeah. th- there will be ones that you're like, hold on. This is a marketing question, isn't yeah. it? Cause they will ask you questions like, what did you do last weekend? <laughs> and then it's like, you know that show everyone's talking about? How do you feel about it? And it's like vague and weird. And you're like, 
what show are you talking about? That's you're fishing, aren't you? I don't mm-hmm. much care for this. Get out of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, are there any that are just like, did you know when, when exactly your father didn't love you? <laughs> <laughs> Not so far. <laughs> um, no, nothing like that. What's but, your mom's maiden name? <laughs> but I mean, why did you th- use four squares instead of five <laughs> squares on your last bathroom trip? Nothing that intrusive. They oh, will yeah. ask you like, what's your favorite bread? Mm. Yeah. So, you so know, you just reply bread. No, you can you could make stuff up oh. or you know, put stuff in. Sweet. Does it have the registered symbol and like the trademark so that you can Like I said, they haven't got all... specifically brandy yet. Mm. Like it hasn't really like, so what That's do you think coming. about Capri Sun? You know, it's like it's, it's Yeah. Ecto cooler's <laughs> coming back. But you feel like it's coming. Like they're testing the waters for this. Yeah. Um I I found it a fun opportunity for comedy for five minutes every night and then get up the next morning and see this wall of notifications on my phone of like all my friends going, that was funny. So <laughs> is it a new question every day? There's a bunch of questions in there. So, so could you just sit there and just you for 133 just... answer through 133 hours to answer questions <laughs> over and over? No. Okay. No, you can't do that, but you because can answer. Do you have explode. to spend energy to answer new questions? No, for the questions just, they did, eventually they just run out. They're like, hey, thanks for answering the questions today. Basically, but then they're like, every week there are more questions. Okay. Like, pay so. 99 cents for a new question pack. And how many Meow Meow Beans do you have now? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Okay. Um, but if you, if you run out of questions, what you can do is go to, you go visit a friend's me and you hang out in their room and then they will ask you what you think their favorite bread is. And then you answer that. And then they get that in their notifications. Like, we asked Smarmy Jerkface what he thought your favorite bread was. And he said poop. You know, I mean, it's just, it's real dumb and kind of creepy. But whatever, you know, good job, Nintendo. <laughs> You've entered the mobile sphere. Okay. It's free. There's a dumb pachinko minigame in it. Oh, <laughs> it's sold. I'm back in. Chachinko. Back in. Firing up me, Tomo. All right. Yeah. But you so. basically drop a, someone else's me down a pachinko. Even <laughs> better. <laughs> so you Is there a little like, grinder thing at the bottom? <laughs> kind yeah. of. Oh, man. And they are flailing like question it is, is the what worst English, thing. <laughs> what, what language do I speak? That's my first question. Did I get it right? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, what language do you speak? I don't know. Good luck. Speaking of free stuff. Okay. PS Plus Corner. Oh, it's time for my favorite corner. The it's best kind of technically corner. free stuff. The best yeah. value. It only costs me like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah. $6 a month. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in no particular order. Um, How about the order on the page? No, I'm okay. going to go out of order. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to go from least to best. I think so. I think. Neat. Um, so there were three that are playable on PS4 this month. <laughs> and so those are the three I played. Um, Weird. They are actually playable this month. That's true. Oh. Um, which is... which is oh, uh, Keyboard I, and mouse yeah, controls I, on screen. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Um, so the first one is uh, Shutshimi. Which is about a fish with big muscly arms that shoots things underwater. <laughs> sure. Um, and it's... Yeah, it, is the full power of his gun raw mode? I, you know, I don't know. Oh, okay. I never... I, I didn't get that far. Oh. Um, in between each level, you can pick a power-up. Mm-hmm. And then after some number of levels, there's a 
boss, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you may or may not defeat that boss in whatever arbitrary time limit there exists in this world. And then there are more levels, and in between those levels you pick a power-up. And it is yet another uh, yet another pixel art game that I find completely fucking pointless. Okay. <laughs> mm. um, it's side-scrolling, shooty thing, sort of like Defender or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but in that glorious Sega Genesis 16-bit um, sort of look that okay. it's really popular right now. Um, so that's the least. I am willing to say that I don't get it. Okay. But also, it's a dumb game. All right. Fair enough. If there's, if there's an it to be got, please... <laughs> Catch me on the Twitter and tell me what it is I'm missing. Um, or uh, email me at wheremyskull at noquarters.net. Mm-hmm. You'll just um, get a bunch of like more like shit shoomy, am I right? Yeah, I made that joke, I think, immediately after. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if they knew that. I think they would have had to. <laughs> but I, I'm willing to admit that I might just not get it or it might not be the game for me. But it, it's just... It feels like it's incredibly difficult and also boring. Not incredibly difficult, just overly difficult and boring. All right. Um, and it does not bother explaining itself at all, which I could accept, but I won't. Um, <laughs> next, and I, I granted, I, I didn't get as much time with this as I think I should, um, but Zombie, Z-O-M-B-I, and I think it's a, a, a Ubisoft game. It is, it, um, from the U. From the Ubisoft. Um, and it looks like a real actual game. It um, was. <laughs> it, yeah, it, like, there's fidelity to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Wii U launch game. Is it? Yep. Is Was this Zombie U? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, well, I think we've already talked about this, but I don't remember what anybody said. Um, there's a guy who shouts at you through, um, <laughs> yep, <laughs> through the the PA system. While there are a bunch of zombies. Um, mm-hmm. When I started this game, I thought I, w- I thought it was going to be cool because it seemed like one of those games where they were going to make you run from zombies and like you would only have a few limited melee attacks, and it was going to be about how you either sneak from one place to another. Or you find a way to run fast through a section and jump over things and escape the zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then about four and a half minutes in, you f- the guy shouting at you through the speaker system directs you to a knapsack with a gun in it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is going to be another another zombie game, so I can probably skip this and, and play it later. So <laughs> yeah. that's the entirety of my impression of that game uh, up to this point. Is there anything else I need to know about it? That's kind of it. You... You don't consistently play as the same protagonist. Like, you can die. Okay. And then suddenly there's another survivor being yelled at by that guy. <laughs> like, hey, person before you was dumb and got killed, so how about you not be stupid this time and, you know, dodge? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an interesting it's mechanic. Pro, that's pro there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's um, kind of rogue legacy in the way of, like... Okay, a like new, you can go pick doodle. up that idiot's yeah. knapsack yeah. with the so gun in it. They okay. probably still got that thing there. Why don't you go get that and don't get bit, dumbass? I got you. <laughs> so it, I don't know. It it seemed like another zombie game, so I, I kind of skipped out on it. Um, yeah. Do I need? Do, does anybody recommend that I do anything else with it? 
if you feel like you want to play a zombie game. I mean, it was for right. a Wii U launch game. It was all right. It was so it's Chuck Vine. Yeah, I mean, it was a game <laughs> where it was like, okay, well, this is kind of cool, and it's not a kitty game on the Wii U. That's neat. Now I think there's probably better zombie games. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the one that I liked the most and also found the most interesting. Uh, it's called Dark Star, mm-hmm. and this game is sort of like a weird live action board game um, that is about flying little like flying little ships and you have three different classes of ship that you can take and three different styles of those classes and you and your uh, online bros team up to take over little sectors on a board mm-hmm. bar- bard on a board Um <laughs> Which could be, you know, it's a bunch of hexagons arranged in, you know, sort of random ways. But you're trying to uh, kill the enemies. It's sort of like Conquest or King of the Hill type stuff. You you want to take over the territory, kill the bad guys, also collect resources so that you can build up your little bases so it takes the bad guys longer to take them over. And it's a fun little uh, fun little game where you can kind of pick your role like you can either be like the hit and run guy or you can be a resource collector or you can be a heavy um but it's a neat little space game and i i really want to get some people like i would like to get more than one person together to play this game so that it's not playing with like random space bros yeah that, and can that... kind of suss a strategy out because i have no idea i played played a few hours of it and didn't really get uh didn't really get in that mode of figuring out space strategy without, you know, without communicating in any way. Yeah. Um, I, I played through the tutorial of it, and uh, which is rather lengthy. Yes. Um, and thought, well, this is all right. And it kind of plays a little bit like Armada on the Dreamcast. It's got kind of that vibe to it. Um, but like once you launch out of the tutorial, it's like, all right. Enjoy this multiplayer only game. Good luck finding some some people to play with. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, I you know mm-hmm. this kind of would be a cool. I mean, I was kind of rolling my eyes a little bit during the the tutorial anyway when it was like, choose your loadout, and I'm like, fuck, just give me some ships. I don't I don't want to do this. Right. I don't want to pick which thing does what. Just give me things. Just let me do stuff. <laughs> or just take me through it and figure, yeah, you know. Just, you know, put me, me in the out. right thing at the right time. Have have a space bro in the have hangar mercy. who's yeah. just going to like say, "Hey, you probably want to be in this ship this right this time." I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah all right, that sounds great. I trust you." <laughs> um, but yeah, then it was like matchmaking and I waited for 2 minutes and it was like there's nobody here. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> it also has, you know, has fallen victim to more of the multiplayer you know you grind and you get a bigger batter thing mm-hmm. to do bigger batter things with yeah um i shouldn't say fallen victim that's just the way multiplayer goes these days yeah um, you just wish something would come along and not do that yeah you know it's something like everything doesn't have to chase straightforward, that yeah. yeah so um but it looks really good it does i mean it's again it's more kind of pixely yeah but it's you know it's but a it, gritty space by yeah. gritty, I mean grid-like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gritty. <laughs> yeah. Grid. Not like Battlestar Galactica. Grid-ish. <laughs> um, it's not super pixel art, but everything looks really good. Like yeah. it's a really well visually designed. Yeah. Everything game. in space is a nebula. 
So yeah, you've got a cool a bunch of swirly neb- clouds and shit bunch everywhere. Of rocks that you can shoot and yeah. you know, shoot rocks. You can shoot rocks. You the can game. shoot dudes. <laughs> it's a fun little game. What um, else is there? I, I, and shooting dude rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nude rocks. Oh, shooting yeah. dude rocks. Oh, dude oh. rocks. Yeah, shooting yeah. dudes rocks. Shooting dudes rocks. Yeah, <laughs> shooting dudes rocks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I want to. I want to spend a little bit more time with that. It's um. Well, hit me up sometime, Space right. Bro, and we'll I, shoot some dude rocks. <laughs> all right. Wait. Bro. Dude rocks. Dude rocks. Yeah. Speaking of things that rock, uh, why don't we turn it over to our final corner for the podcast, our communications corner. Correspondence corner? Yeah. No, no, communications corner. corner. I like it. Calm corner. Correspondence. All right. Yeah. yeah I'll allow all right. It. Yeah. All those things. You yeah. wedged it in there. Yeah. Uh, first one up. It's from Hunter. He wants to talk about Tales of the Borderlands. Hey. And he said, hey, guys. <laughs> I'm a medium-time listener, first-time writer. Well, you guys have been on the subject of Tales from the Borderlands recently. I just wanted to drop a line about that game. I got the first episode free on Xbox, having never played a Borderlands game before. I'm not big into first-person shooters, and from all the ads I had seen, they look like generic FPSs that I would have no interest in. Tales introduced me to that world and its themes and humor, and from my first use of the Echo Eye, this game turned me into a diehard Borderlands fan. Because of it, I got the Handsome Collection, received Borderlands Pop Vinyls for Christmas, and bought the Claptrap Yahtzee game. It's pretty much become my favorite video game series, and for someone who never really likes FPSs or RPGs before, that's saying something. As for Tales as a game, even the janky frame rate drops and the climatic action scenes could ruin it for me, as couldn't ruin it for me, as they try as they might. Telltale definitely needs to work on their technical stuff, but Tales from the Borderlands is still my favorite game of the year. One more side note. As a Canuck, I was thoroughly disappointed in your lack of knowledge of even the most basic facts about the Great White North. But hey, what can I expect from four guys living in Florida? Anywho, I love the show. Keep on keeping on. Your listener, Hunter C., sent from my Echo device. Did, did he somehow type Florida with that much... Florida. It's all yeah, in caps. It's uh-huh. italicized, and there are... Four exclamation points after. All right, ah, all right. That, that, oh, is, right. that yeah. is some some shade being thrown our way. Yeah. Okay. Well, what what was what, what did we fail on Canada? This I time? don't know. It's Canada. Who cares? No. <laughs> exactly. Fuck Canada. <laughs> oh, throw, I bet it was coins. It's I bet it was Kona. Man. I bet it was when I was talking about Kona. Oh, yeah, and, sure. uh, and I think I was talking about some Canadian pop guy, whatever. Well, there was like the album I was talking about. Rush? He was a real dude. <laughs> I don't know. He Neil had... Pert. Yes, it was Neil Pert. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't Robin remember the guy's name now. <laughs> Prince was from Minnesota. That That's close. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's not gonna. You, know, you can make all the guesses you want. You're Alanis not gonna come to Morissette. This one. <laughs> Dave Coulier. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. Yes. Alex Trebek. I can name other Canadians. We could do this for a long time. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Adams. Yeah. Uh, Doug McKenzie. That other Ryan. Uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, I believe, is Canadian. Sure, too. why not? Well, oh, Ryan Adams is a musician. And Murray. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to check. I have to fact check Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Oh, yeah. British Canada. British Canada. British Canada. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God damn it. Now I sound even worse about Canada. Murray's a good bird. All right. British Canada. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah, fucking. So, yeah, we're Canadian experts. I yeah. think that proves we, it. Yeah, we just told you <laughs> yeah, everything there is to experts. know. <laughs> oh, Tim Hortons, Hunter. Tim Bits. Yeah. Huh? Tim Bits. Hacky. 
<laughs> Moosehead. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tim Hortons. Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. Poser. Socialized medicine. Right. Prime Minister. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sorry if I failed Canada. <laughs> I didn't know I was being... Colorful to money. Yeah. Hucking loonies at strippers. <laughs> right. Yeah. All yeah. these things, yeah. Yeah, uh, so Twitter. Uh, oh, Twitter, yes. <laughs> so moving on to the next Moon wrote one. us, said we all suck. All right. And then listed various reasons. Well, whatever. Fuck you, Moon. Yeah, <laughs> so fuck off, Moon. <laughs> Tell that son of a bitch to get on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, he claims you never play games. And it's like, because you're not on PS4, dude. Yeah. yeah. Wake up. I'm playing far too much Battlefront, yeah. like, four nights a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, a real tweet. Mm-hmm. Unlike Moon's garbage that tweets. Was, they were real tweets. They were garbage they were tweets. Garbage. Comes from Adderblack39. He right. says, hey guys, what's the best unscripted moment in a video game you've ever played? A truly unpredictable masterpiece of a set piece. And I think uh, by set piece, he means like sequence okay. of events okay. that happened, that spiraled out of. I've been keeping secret on one for years and I'm not going to, I'm not about to spoil it now. What's what, the point of that? When a, are you going to? When, it's when an, is it's the a, grand reveal of this it's shit? It's in Uncharted 2. Oh, it's, oh okay. Uh, okay. It's my favorite random thing that I think you could miss in a game ever. Okay. I've done it. Okay. I, I Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And the other one is, uh, I think I did talk about it in, in Bioshock Infinite. A, another completely skippable thing when you go down in the basement and find the guitar. Yes. I mean, if that's what he's talking about, I don't well, know. Well, he's talking about unscripted moments. Well, that's unscripted. That, Those be- are scripted. Those... Yeah. Happen- okay. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Specifically there for you to see. Is, yeah. is throwing I, it right. off. So I read it as like a thing you could miss in a game if you didn't like go there or find it or whatever. But yeah. If, okay. You're saying like, oh my god, I you know I did the mannequin thing in Hitman and yeah. beat him in the head with a hammer. Yeah, like all your tales from Skyrim, sure, that kind of thing. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we were we were all kind of talking about this. I I still maintain that that effort to play the first level of Wheelman that night. After talking about it, uh-huh. which is probably the hardest I've laughed in a long time playing a video game of just the pure chaos of that first race and the dumb wonky ass physics of that game where like you would hit cops and they wouldn't fly out of the way. They would just kind of linger on your hood while you're still going yep. 100 miles an hour <laughs> and just other dumb broken shit about that game. Well, yeah. And making that one car cartwheel and then these standing cops are just like <laughs> flying out of the window of it while still standing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That they- was a good time. <laughs> yeah okay i mean if we're talking that then um shit uh probably like um whatever splinter cell it was the fisher was at the airport is that um uh blacklist is I that black? no, no. um one of them yeah. right, sure whatever that one conviction conviction yeah okay um just like when i was at the airfield how i was just creating this pile of bodies and trailing dudes to him i mean to the point that like by the end of it i had like 20 bodies stacked up almost on top of each other because people come around the corner and go holy shit and then like (laughs) you know i would then sneak out from wherever i was and murder them too Mm -hmm. and it was just it became increasingly comical Mm -hmm. of this you know trail of bodies that i was creating and and luring in more people with i had i had so many good experiences with far cry 4 Mm -hmm. especially with just the randomness of all the animals running around and trying to run from an animal and basically luring it into a camp with a bunch of dudes that wanted to kill me. Mm -hmm. And so this tiger would be chasing me into this camp. And then all of a sudden he'd see another guy and be like, 
<laughs> and then chomp that guy's dead yep. and no, so nobody gives a shit about me they all they care about is this tiger that's murdering everyone uh-huh. and basically clearing out a camp by getting chased by a tiger into the middle of that camp and then just watching this tiger wreck shop on everyone <laughs> yeah it's yeah. good stuff I think I've told my f- favorite one on here before but it was a Battlefield 4 story um, the story of me not leaving the helicopter oh right <laughs> So, for those of you who ha- who haven't heard, I I can I think I can tell a Reader's Digest version of this. Um, playing Battlefield Four, you can kind of hop into you know vehicles that are piloted by other people, and um, I hopped into one of those little tiny attack helicopters with a guy, and then two of his buddies jumped in, and I'm like waiting for the thing to take off, and all I see is just spamming of the get out emote. Like, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Like, 30, 40, 50 times. Yep. And the helicopter lifts off for a second, lifts off, drops down, lifts off, drops down. And everybody's spamming, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And I'm like, no. I got into this helicopter. I'm going to do the thing that I'm supposed to do, you know, because mm-hmm. I played it enough to know how to, you know, how to play second seat in this <laughs> helicopter. Like, I'm. I have just as much right to be here as you do. I'm playing, whatever. Right. I don't say any of this. I'm just stubbornly refusing to get yeah, out. You're just Gordon Freeman the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I'm just sitting there like with my little torch, my repair torch. I kind of look, <laughs> look back and forth, and I'm like, just sitting there. And what do you say? We torch this place. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's lighted up, um, and eventually, like the other two dudes bail out mm-hmm. and the guy's like apparently he's just like fuck it whatever i'm in this helicopter i'm gonna fly it um <laughs> and we start flying around the map and i'm like repairing and doing a good job of doing my job and i have like rockets and shit that i'm i'm helping out you know i'm doing the absolute best that i can um i keep the helicopter in in good shape and use my rockets and my my guns to shoot guys and we we're kicking ass all over this fucking map for like five or six minutes, which is a long time to keep a helicopter in the air in, in mm-hmm. Battlefield. Um, finally, we get overwhelmed by like four or five rockets at a time, and we we go down in a blaze of glory. And I'm like, oh, man, that was a whole lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm sure glad that I didn't, you know, sure glad I didn't hop out of that helicopter because, you know, it was a good time. And so I respawn, and I start running running back through the map and start, you know, just doing regular soldier shit. And I hear this <laughs> from behind me. And the same guy, it's the same guy and that same kind of helicopter lands right next to me and starts spamming, get in, 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 get in. Yeah, you proved your worth. Yeah, it it just always, that's one of those stupid, shouldn't happen you made a friend. Yeah. You made a helicopter friend. You answered the call of duty and you got a medal of honor and he right. you know, yeah. let you ride in his helicopter. Mm-hmm. And we battled then the you field. Were, then we were brothers in arms. <laughs> right. We were an right. army of two, right. if you will. <laughs> we were. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We could, we could tell so many Grand Theft Auto stories <sighs> when we teamed up for that. <sighs> where we would just find a place to camp out and just cause destruction mm-hmm. for as long as we possibly could. For no other reason than to just cause destruction. Yeah. Uh, actually, Moonpeer and I have some 
really good times in uh, GTA Five online before mm. I uh, fired my 360 into the sun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of times of just like, all right, what stupid thing are we going to try to do now? Let's see if you can land your helicopter on my airplane while I'm flying, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Open world games really lend themselves to that kind of stuff. It's hard to find it in a in a regular scripted game. But yeah, yeah when well, you've got a game that's got a hundred systems all battling at the same time to do a thing, it, it, that's like the the Far Cry Four zaniness yeah. of just mm-hmm. like yeah, you just never know how they're going to react to each other. Yeah, right. When you when you slam them together, when they probably should not have ended up ever interacting with each other. Yeah, like you could just go into a base and just take 20 minutes and sneak around and murder everyone and just be the king of this thing and take it over and then you've got one bar of health left and that's when the eagle swoops down and fucking murders you. (laughs) It's like, okay, look out, eagle, eagle. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, so much of that too is just figuring out dumb, cheap shit that works. Yep. You know, like Harlow and I getting the little helicopter thing and then just going to as high up into the sky as we could with grenade launchers. Yes. And then just raining death on this village and the guys having no idea why they're dying or where it's coming from. Yep. Yep. Go until it starts beeping like it's about to, you know, stall out and then just mm-hmm. hover right below that. Just start yeah. yep. spamming the ground. Pretty good. Like until you just see specks flying yeah. away from the explosion. Well, you're actually looking at a certain point where you're like, where's the last guy? I don't yeah. even know who's still alive because yeah. you can't it's see It's like it. that Call of Duty mission, you know, the one where you're in the yeah. AC-10 or whatever it's called, where you're just oh, right. Right. Uh, you're where, the, where they're calling out targets. Like out. That, that became, we made that somehow <laughs> in Far Cry 4 where it's just, yeah. you couldn't even see the guys. All you saw is the explosion and you saw a shrapnel that looked vaguely human flying away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Video games, they're fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't do that in a movie, can you? <laughs> no, at least not that you control. No, yep, yeah. They're all scripted moments. In yeah, a movie. they they kind of mm-hmm. are. Yeah, they're too. Movies are way too scripted, man. <laughs> they really need to back off on those systems. <laughs> so, do we have any more correspondence? Ah, uh, no, that's it. <clears throat> okay, but thanks for writing in, guys. We appreciate it. Except you, Moonpeer, you suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You don't suck. That's what like an extra you too. However, <laughs> if you want to be better than Moonpeer, yeah, you can email us at wheremyskull at nocorders.net mm-hmm. or write us on Twitter at twitter.com slash nocordersnet, facebook.com slash nocordersnet, and check us out on YouTube when we can get the live stream working because this episode we didn't get one, but youtube.com slash nocordersnet. We sometimes occasionally put other things up there too. Yeah. 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 Was some, we've... We've been doing some streaming. Uh, yeah, if you twitch.tv slash no quarters net. Um, I did a bunch of the witness streams, but I didn't really archive a lot of them because they just weren't successful. Mm-hmm. There were more me complaining. And Twitch is weird because it's like you're also kind of answering questions that are on the side, you know, that are coming in as well. So I don't know. Some of them lend themselves better to becoming YouTube videos than others. But yeah. But yeah, if you subscribe, uh, whenever any of us stream, we tend to use that one. So you'll uh, you'll get a notification. Mm-hmm. Maybe check it out. You might even get to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about that? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But otherwise, uh, we have a Patreon for our other podcast, uh, BMF Cast. So go to patreon.com slash BMF Cast. If you're interested in that sort of thing, you'll get a bonus podcast for any donation level, which is us doing saying dumb things that may or may not be video game or movie related. Any yeah. topic. Really, it's a Patreon for our entire network, but, you yeah. know, we were using brand recognizability. Yeah, it's just easier to go to B- BMF Cast. Yeah. So 
if you just want to hear us chit-chatting. Yeah. Stuff we talk about when we're just not in front of when, microphones. When we're just funning. Yeah. Just all that stuff. <laughs> just making each other chuckle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So check all that out. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we'll be back soon with Tales of More Games next month. <laughs> Hopefully, I will play something other than Dark Souls 3. I might play something other than Battlefront. Let's hope. I will not play Bro- Broforce anymore. I will play some video games. <laughs> Way to knock it out of the park there, Chuck. I hope you find Sweet. something that's better than Chuck finds. Me too. I will probably have played Overwatch by then. There you go. Oh, Possibly. I, that's I like, the spirit. I look forward to hearing about it next month. <laughs> Maybe Uncharted 4. <gasps> no Man's Sky will still not be out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Close. Yeah. It's close. 621. Mm. Yeah, we will not be out. It's not close. by then. So, anyway. Let's get out of here. Okay. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. This is No Quarters Out. Ah.